Magazine's My Love Bugs. It's 10, 10 a.m. Today is Sunday, November 27th. Um, I'll be trying to get up before my son <laughs> and get these done or whatever. Just, it's not really for everybody else. It's really for me and, you know, all of the Egyptians, the ancient Egyptians that I'm helping with doing this. But look, my inquiring mind be wanting to know. So, boom, look. Lately, they've been kind of, like, leading me to who's to do next, right? And yesterday, I don't know, I was about to do Cleopatra's next, but something didn't sit right with me, because I'm like, why would, you know, like, they've been leading me to which ones to do, and I'm like, you know, I always ask them, like, why am I doing her? And I was like, I said one of their kids, Nefertiti, and my dad's um, kids, like, one of them was an Aksuna Moon. And I was like, oh, that's Tut's wife, you know? Boom. So I'm like, why wouldn't I be doing King Tut, right? Then I was thinking about it. I was like, wait a minute. Didn't I do a thing on Tut? So the thing is, I realized that um, in the Tower of Babel, I kept seeing Tut because I recognized his soul as, like, um, who he previously was. Like, how can I explain this? Like, okay, boom. Me being the goddess Isis, right? I've incarnated on this planet before as this goddess, but I've also incarnated on this planet before in ancient Egypt as, like, a regular queen. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, that's how that works soul-wise, right? So it's like, um, when I say Isis, is like the original form. When I was doing King Tut's episode in... Um, in uh, the Tower of Babel, I'm like, wait a minute, that wasn't Tut. Like, I didn't um, say his God name, I kept saying Tut, so I'm not about to redo that shit, like, clear period. But, like, when I was doing that, I was seeing him as, like, the final form as Tut, not, like, as the God that he was back in the day. So he's actually a God called Mantu, and he looks very similar to Horus, but he's not, um... By the way, there's only, like, eight primordial, like, eight to twelve primordial, um, Egyptian gods and goddesses that people mention, but there's really, like, 1,400 of them in real life, so there's a lot of more, um, Egyptian gods that people don't say or speak about, and he's one of them, Mantu, but he's the god of war. So, because I was like, I was thinking about it. I was like, wait a minute. I was remembering what I said in my Tower of Babel episode. I'm like, wait a minute. Didn't I do an episode on Tut already? And I was like, he, you know, the dark energies was here. Anubis was doing his thing. I was there as Isis. So, it was like the gods that were here um, once upon a time in God form on this planet Earth when it was in like in a high vibration. That was the story I was doing. So, I was like, why would King Tut as a human be there? And it was because... um I was not saying Montu, I just kept saying Tut, so there's that to clear that up. So, basically, um, he still didn't get to make it, like, you know, it still ended early, where he ended up dying, and the dark energies obviously went over this world, obviously, you know what I'm saying? So, it's like, um, past lives repeat itself, you know what I'm saying? So, it's like, him as Tut in this form, as a human... What people were, what my dad was trying to get people to understand, and what I'm trying to get people to understand, is once upon a time we were all guys on this planet. This dark energy with the Alpha Draconians came, and then now that we're in human form, and some of us are gods, some of us are star seeds, whatever. This dark energy is still here, so 
the lessons are never going to be learned if we don't know what we're really looking for, if we don't know how to read it, if we don't know how to learn from and grow from our past lives and our past mistakes. It's just going to keep repeating itself. And in a way, I, in a way, like last night before I went to bed, I kind of cracked the code on why um, the Egyptian stories are all over the fucking place. It's because if we learn them and we can learn the lessons from them, as they come up, then it's like, um, we won't repeat it so then we can break free of this shit. You know what I'm saying? It's another way to break free out the matrix, basically. So, seeing all that to say, um, I was like, okay, well, boom, I really never really did Tut's story then, right? Because I'm like, I kind of did this, the story of Tut, um, as being a primordial god back in the day with Isis and Anubis when all this shit happened and they were building humans and um and the energy first came to this planet you know what i'm saying so i'm like okay boom let me do his episode right chill this shit is so ghetto what they did bro i don't like this shit baffles me i really don't know if they don't know how to read it i might ask the guys this on like a, a, a separate episode um if they like actually know how to read this shit or if they're, cause that's, that's the part that I'm stuck on. Like, do you know how to read this shit? Or are you purposely not reading it right? Like there's two different things. There's, there's two different energies. So I need to know because I'm like, how the fuck y'all go to school? And I never went to school for this shit. And it's right there in your face. So when you Google, um, King Tut in the, in the moon, um, they keep saying like, his wife is not on his, because that was his wife, right? They were both, like, young, and um, he died at, like, 18, 19 years old. She was 19, too, so they are around the same age, right? So, um, they keep saying that she was not on his tomb. And I'm like, what? Like, why? And I look into her a little bit, and it was like, oh, she just disappeared. Nobody knows where she was at. Like, she died, and she just disappeared, and something like that. So they just presumed her dead. So I'm like, that kind of sound like Moses. You know, they said he disappeared, and I kind of figured out what happened to him. So I'm like, hmm. But then um, I seen that she also was not mentioned on his tomb, or they said she wasn't, because I looked real quick, and she was. But they said she wasn't mentioned on the tomb because she married again, and she married to somebody way older than her. Um, and his name was like A. Like, you know how you play like, hey, come here, bro. Like, his name is A, A-Y-E. Um, and he was a pharaoh for, like, four years. Like, everybody else be ruling for, like, 60 years, something like that. He was, like, a pharaoh for, like, four years. So I'm like, what? It's, it sounds a little weird. I'm like, mm, for the most part, that doesn't really happen. Even when, you know, I mean, I don't know if it's because they didn't bear any children that this happened or, like, what? So... I'm like, why would she marry again? Most of the time, it was like, once you marry, that's it. The women don't marry again, but it's like the men do, you know? Like, the men can have other concubines and other wives and stuff that they can have a child with, you know what I'm saying? But it's like the women in Egypt, it's like, once you marry, you marry, that's it. The men, they can take on another concubine and shit just for the sole purpose of making more kids. You know, we learned that in the Nefertiti story. That is like, um, that's why, um, in that story is Amunet, my mom, Kaya. She wasn't really mentioned like that. There's not much history. 
Because it's like she's not going to be the next queen. It's just like she's just an extra womb. You know what I'm saying? Um, to make more kids so that they can have a pharaoh son type shit. So it's like it's like once you one and done, you one and done it in in Egypt with a with a husband, with a man, it's like we gotta procreate a certain amount of kids or we need a son out of everything. We at least need one son type shit, right? So I'm like, hmm. And an Aksuna moon is one uh she's the third, so out of the six, seven daughters, I think it was like six or seven daughters that um, Akhenaten and Nefertiti had together. She was the third born. So she's almost like kind of like the middle child. So I'm like, um, I'm like, what the fuck? Like, and then in, 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 the, in the little Google shit, it was like, oh yeah, boom, like, um, Tut is her brother. And I'm like, no, it's not because I killed the only boy as I'm on that. So I'm like, okay, this shit ain't adding up. Hold on, this don't make no sense. So I'm looking, so I'm like, fuck this shit. Like, I'm, I'm tired of reading Google. Let me see if they just got a picture of his tomb. Because, you know, they take, they go in there, they start digging up shit they ain't supposed to be touching. And they take pictures of the fucking uh, hieroglyphs on the tomb. So I was like, man, I'm, I like, scratch all that. I'm about to just go read what it says on the tomb. Dog. First off, they lied. They lied, bro. <laughs> like, first off, they lied because Anaxuna Moon is definitely written and inscribed on his tomb, along with two other men that have to face judgment from Osiris because they killed... It was like a murder mystery. It's on his fucking tomb, dog. I'm like, what? Like, you know how there's so many stories that we hear about how Tut died if you don't know how to read hieroglyphs? And it'd be like, oh, he was very sickly. He died because of this. He was kind of sickly and he had a fever. Or there was there's all different types of stories to um, equivalent to why he couldn't um, survive past like 18, 19 years old. So, no, bro, it, it wasn't that he was murdered for his spot, basically. And I was like, nigga, is this a murder mystery? But it's not really a murder mystery. It's just like the the Egyptians, after all this happened. They wrote it on a tomb so people can know what happened to him. That's why I was like, I don't know if these niggas can't read it. Or if they just don't um, want to share the story. And they wanted to make something a little bit more fancy for the people to read or whatever. You know, so I'm going to ask the guys that later on. But right now, I'm like, ooh, before I went to sleep last night, I was so geeked. I'm like, hold on, let me go to sleep so I can get up and um you know, I love solving murder mysteries. That's, like, my thing. That's what I do on this podcast. So, it's like, this is an ancient Egyptian one, bro. Like, this is, like, it's on his tomb. That's the craziest thing. And for them to say Anaxuna Moon is not on the tomb, it's like, bro, she's the only female depicted on the tomb. Because she had her hand in this. And, like, when I was reading the hieroglyphs, um, I seen that. And then I was shuffling my card to that hieroglyphs as well. And I'm like, um, before I did all this research, I was shuffling. I'm like, why don't y'all want me to do it on Sula Moon? You know, I was kind of like asking the guys that. And they're like, they told me like she was destined to die. And I'm like, what? I'm like, what this little bitch do? You know, that's my little sister. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, my big sister. I'm like, what, what the fuck did she do? And it's, it's like, she killed somebody. And I'm like, what? She killed somebody? I'm like, so... I'm like, so y'all put me in a fucking demon hole and lock away the key and throw it away. 
but this little bitch gets to like get murdered like that's cold-blooded why ain't y'all do it like you did me so it's like i'm you know i'm like man we're gonna look into it so then i looked into it and i seen she had something to do with Tut's death it was like a plan or a plot so boom and on top of that um Tut is not their kid and it says it's their kid so I was thinking it was something like this is all before I touched the cards by the way this is all me just kind of like tapping into this energy before I shuffled yesterday and I'm like wait a minute Tut's not their kid but it says it's their kid so I was like is this like a Moses situation where he's like adopted into the family because I kind of figured that like he would he would be adopted into the family because it's like damn well I'm on that like um she fucking killed the only boy, so like, we need a boy still, like, to this day. We still need a boy to, to run the country so they could have, like, adopted somebody's kid or something. It was like, man, fuck it, like, you're a noble family or, I don't know, we're going to find out that part. Like, if it was a slave kid or a noble family or something, but they kind of adopted him and it was like, okay, you're going to be the king. So, he's not even from the royal family. He was, like, brought into it because he was the only, um kid around that time that they felt like okay we can raise him up like ours like they did with Moses and he can be the next um King Pharaoh because all the other options I fucked it up you know I killed the little boy that's on my neck and it's like everybody else was a girl and they married off and shit like that so it's like damn so we gonna pause it here let me get myself together you feel me and we gonna figure this murder mystery out so that's that's the basis of this episode all right so boom yeah he was actually born into hmm, poverty he was from somewhere else there was some type of war that went on. Yeah, this is a fact. There was some type of war that went on between the merchants. And I'm not going to hold you. Um, this could have been because of Nefertiti, the family that adopted him. Like, Nefertiti, she was the the sole um, parent at that point in time that adopted him after all this happened, right? So, I see that he was the kid of one of the merchants that she murdered for um talking that shit about me i'm not so when this happened hmm, i feel like a lot of these people died like a lot of these people they, they kept coming back and these merchants and these other places kept coming back and um you know they were showing her these dreams nefertiti so she was just like shooting arrows and shit, having people getting killed, cause like you're not about to ruin my money. So it it got to the point where it was like this certain country or this certain place, town, city, whatever they called them back in the day, this certain area of merchants. It was the people that was merchants by boat. So they would come down the Nile River by boat or like up the river, um, cause it's like you know. They're sending stuff down. So they would come up the river by Nefertiti and them by boat. It was one of those merchants. And I see that um, when they came, they was talking so much shit about what happened to me. She killed his um, mother and father 
they were like merchants. They were selling stuff together or whatever. So they killed them. Um, I see that the people that was waiting for them to come back at their own city, they didn't get a warning of this, and they didn't know why these people were dying. So they came back up the river with a different boat and tried to like um tried to like sell again, and it happened again. But this time when they came, it's like um. Did they have a little kid with them? Yeah, they had... It was like... Okay, so this is a very small little village. Whoever it was, she kind of just, like, made them extinct. I'm not gonna hold you. She kind of, like, wiped them out. They were from somewhere that it gets cold. So they could have been, like, from quite a far ways away. And they were um, making trade with Egypt. But they was like... The news was getting around and shit. And they were talking shit. And they kept talking shit. So every time they came up there, you know, the guys kept telling her to wipe out people... When they came this time, um, it's like maybe two of her daughters were not quite married yet. And I see they had like, it's like since, how do I explain this? It's like the people, she wiped out the merchants. It was like a bunch of people on that boat. Um, their little warriors and stuff to protect them as well on the way there. So it's like, that's a lot of people in their village. It was very small. So I'm saying when they came up again after they didn't understand like why the boat didn't come back, why they don't have these things, it's like they might have needed these things to continue growing as a community, and it didn't happen. So they made their way back up the Nile River towards Nefertiti's place to um to like figure out what happened. Like they're like, did these motherfuckers just stay in Egypt up here? Like did they go? Like they're trying to balance out the situation, and I see that um. When they came, it was like they were speaking of it again. The adults was thinking of it again, but there wasn't as many adults. It was like maybe these people had kids too, so they had to bring their kids with them because it's like nobody would be able to watch the kids, fend for them, cook for them, shit like that. It was That's how small their little people was. And it's like wherever they are, it gets colder, right? So they were afraid when they were going up there, like the whole time they were on the boats and like, you know, they, I'm not gonna hold you. It took them a minute to travel to from where they are from, to where um, Nefertiti ran in middle the middle kingdom of Egypt. It took them a minute to get there because they had to keep stopping along the way, you know, setting up camp, shit like that. So the whole time they're like afraid that this curse is true. Like, oh my god, like, what if they mentioned the name and like, oh my god, I'm scared to even think about it because what if my kids die or something like that so i see when they were traveling with um these little people these little kids and like these adults it wasn't too many of them it could have been like nine adults and like five kids type shit like i'm not gonna hold you date she really like killed everybody they had there was a small ass community and they were trying to build shit together so i see when um when they came up there um yeah, they, she took out the she took out the adults because that's what she was doing at the time. But it's like when it came to the kids, um, it's like there was one that was it was just like one that was like around the age of her daughter, um, Anaxunamun. There was five kids in total, but it's like he was the only boy. All the rest of them was little girls, and he was the only boy, and he was around Anaxunamun's age. So it's like since they were kids, she didn't want to um, 
kill them, but she killed their people, their parents and shit like that. Because it's like, you don't know what you're talking about. You don't know what's going on really like that. Um, so she, the, the boogeyman story came true about me or whatever. She killed them. They were in fear about that the whole time. So that's what happened. And um, she's sitting in her dream. But it's like, Tut, before, I don't know what his name was before it was Tut. But they're from somewhere else that gets cold or snowy or something like that. They're definitely from somewhere else where it's a little colder. Um, and she looked at him. She was like, wait a minute. Like, he's the only boy. So she was like, hmm, he's around the age of my daughter. And he was, like, he was like younger around this time or something like that. Or, like, yeah, she took him in when he was younger. And he was around the same age as the daughter or something like that. So I'm seeing, like, um, she raised him up as her own. And she was like, he's going to, she's going to be, he's going to be married to one of my daughters. So she played, like, matchmaker in that way. Yeah, this is all on this tomb. It's just, like, it's not a hidden thing. They just don't know how to read it. Um, or I don't know, you know, whatever. Um... She raised him up since a boy to be with one of his daughters. I see. So that's why it says, like, um, that's his sister slash wife. But it's like, it's not really his sister. It's kind of like the Moses situation. But there's no blood ties. Um, he was learning since a kid, like, um, since a kid in his country, he learned how to fish. He learned how to do certain things like that. His dad could have been, like, a really great fisherman. Something like that. But now he had to learn something bigger than that. Like, so he came from a family that was, like, kind of poor. They were, like, fishermen, merchants, things like that. And, um, and, like, um, he didn't know what it meant to be, like, a warrior, let alone, like, a pharaoh. He didn't know how to read their language, anything like that. So it's, like, they really had to train him to be a king, young. And I remember um, he was a king at, like, eight. Like, he was a king at, like, eight. And, like, he lasted being a king for, like, a minute. And then he died at, like, 18, 19 years old. So, yeah, he was, like, really raised up quickly to be a king. At this time, there was two other men, the grown-ass men, like, that wanted to take his place, I'm seeing. There was two grown-ass men that wanted to take his place. Um... All the female children, they were kind of, like, held prisoner in a way. She didn't really care about them. She was like, we got a lot of girls already. They didn't. She didn't care about, like, if they would grow up and get a husband. She didn't care about that. I think she kind of made them eventually. She, like, had them held captive for a minute, like, prisoners. And then after a while, she was like, fuck it. Like, we can teach them how to, like, make wine or something like that. So it's like, that's what kind of like what their job was. And she taught them their language, how to read, write. And then she made them like traveling merchants as they grew up. So it's like, um, out of his siblings or whatever kids he grew up in his previous community that he was from, the girls kind of were made to work, like, um, go and travel, make wine, make this, make that, shit like that, you know what I'm saying? And for him, he automatically just like, was groomed and stuff to assume the role to be a king he wasn't like the full king to run every single thing it was like he was a king in training the whole time because like obviously she's still there um 
yeah, I see that they really missed their home. They were just like, damn, we really can't do nothing. All the people that um, that we came up here with are all dead. So, boom. So, now he's a very young king. They can't go back to where they were. They probably don't even really know the name of where they were because they were so young. Um, but they're not really tripping, or at least Tut's not really tripping. He's like, damn, I'm a king. I got all this royalty. They're showering me with gifts and gold, jewelry, trinkets, all that stuff. I got a wife. You feel me? Like, he's like, oh, shit. Like, okay. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, they're just kind of spoiling him. Um, And I see it made these two grown-ass men mad. So when I was looking into, like, who A is, the Pharaoh A, we're just going to call him the Pharaoh A because in the future um, he's going to be a Pharaoh because of what he did to Tut. But he was, um, these two people could have been, like, um, advisors, like, of Queen Taiz. So they're quite older. When I'm telling y'all they're older, they're quite older. It's like Queen Taiz and shit like that would have been, like, basically like the grandparents so it's like these motherfuckers are old you feel me compared to this little young butt so it's like they're they're established they were like the advisors or something like that or they come from a line of advisors they advise a couple different pharaohs like they advised king solomon and like i said king solomon reigned until he was like 65 so if they were one of his advisors even if they were younger than him as an advisor they're still like quite older they're probably like in their 40s 50s years old something like that and there's about two of them that was not feeling it they did not have no love for him they were like how this little motherfucker like get to be king like you know get to be the pharaoh like that's not a good decision they were kind of pissed at her but they knew during that time she was killing everybody this wasn't the time where she like um allowed the guys to kind of do what they wanted to do quite yet. Like, they didn't calm her down quite yet and start, you know, doing shit themselves. So they were scared to um, tell Nefertiti, like, hey, um, why don't you let one of your young brides marry us? Like, you know what I'm saying? She was looking like, no. Like, she's like, no. Um, So I see that... Hmm. I see that, um, yeah, this was the, like, I was still, this was around the time I was, like, being buried or whatever like that, like, in the middle of the desert and shit, shit was still fresh, so she wasn't really having this type of shit, so boom, the little girls are, like, very young, and they're getting raised up to be merchants and stuff like that, she set them free. He's the king now, and it's like they're trying. She's trying to rebalance her world because she was losing money. So this is around that time, and it's like even though these people don't know us, we gonna teach them <clears throat> our way of life so that they can see what's up. So this is the first time they've ever seen gold. They gotta go to school and learn like how much gold to trade with certain people, how much like fabrics and wine or whatever they were trading with people, how to do this, how to ride horses. All that kind of stuff, like how to load up the shit, get on the boat, do this, do that. They were just learning all types of stuff so she can rebalance her uh, her situation because she just whacked everybody um, that they ever known. So they immediately, like, it was like rags to riches. They came up because they got a job now and their kids, but it's like they're still learning. So, boom. She wasn't really focused on, like, what these other motherfuckers were saying or thinking or something like that. She was more focused on trying to get her money back, get the money back flowing and shit like that. 
So I see there was like two merchants or like even if it was like a merchant and his son. Um, not a merchant. What am I saying? The advisor. Like there was this old ass advisor and even like if this advisor had a son of his own, it's like, you know, I got a young bachelorette and then there's me too. So one was older, one was younger and they were trying to like, they wanted to date. And, and, and like not just date but like marry and become a pharaoh themselves to these young brides but like Nefertiti's like you know like she wanted to do shit her way basically she didn't have an advisor because she was psychic so it was like she didn't have a spiritual advisor she was just the queen on her own and she wasn't trying to hear nothing nobody else was saying she's like nah I got this shit I'm running this shit like you know what I'm saying so they didn't even come to her with the situation facts she just handled the business on her own. So, basically, boom, she adopted him in. She started raising him up immediately because it's like we need a uh, a male pharaoh ready when I leave. You know, she's quite older and shit like that. So, she was like, the reason he became a young pharaoh so young is because they need a pharaoh. Even if he's still training as he's like an eight-year-old, they still need him to start learning shit. So, if, her, if she would die of old age naturally out of nowhere... There will already be somebody in place. You feel me? So she was just trying to get her coin back together. I'm going to pause it here. Okay, so we're back. So the older one, I know at least, is the Pharaoh A. So, A had this idea, basically, to do this, but he was trying to do this behind Nefertiti's back, and he was feeling the way because um, this young boy got thrown, he was going to have this beautiful young wife, and the whole time he was just kind of stuck being an advisor to pharaohs. He was an advisor to King Solomon, and he also um, worked alongside of... Um, his wife, Queen of Sheba, Prince of, uh, Queen Ty, right? So, I'm seeing that he originally, this, um, uh, Pharaoh A, um, he originally came from the Queen of Sheba's, like, group of people. So, he wasn't even actually Egyptian. Um, and he just kind of felt like, you know, I have all this knowledge of being a pharaoh i was the spiritual advisor i was the advisor to like many like king solomon when he was young i was the advisor to him i was the advisor you know to all these people and king solomon became a pharaoh at 12 so this old ass nigga is just like how come i only get stuck with this position he wanted a promotion and he wanted to marry one of these beautiful young daughters but nefertiti's like no basically um so I see he basically in time, over time, he started to get in the head of um, she was like younger. Um, she also, I see like on the temple walls when I was reading it, she blamed King Tut for them not being able to have a baby. Like, once they got to the age enough to start trying for a baby of their own, because, of course, like, they're young. He started off as a pharaoh at eight years old. She's pretty young. But 
once they got to the age where it's like um they can start trying to procreate um he was like infertile for whatever reason i don't know really what happened but it's like they kept having stillborns so like um in king tut's tomb there's two stillborn um mummies that they that got wrapped up and put in there with tut so they kept having stillborns and um anaxuna moon blamed him for that so like when they got older it's kind of fast forwarding a little bit to more so when they were older when they were older it's like um she starts to blame him for the stillborns like you're not worthy of me or and all this other stuff and then like this old dude was in her head like making her feel like okay well don't you want um uh to raise up a young pharaoh of your own don't you want this don't you want that don't you want kids like your other siblings like um we can come up with this plan to take out tut so that we can be a family i see that the pharaoh a was like a drunk or something like that or they were like planning to put some in this drink something like that they were trying to poison him or put something in his drink or do something to like imbalance him because they weren't able to bear any children together they kept dying so that was the so for her it was the sole purpose of like this older dude's getting in their head like when i say older he's hella older like he got gray hairs and shit like that and she's like a young little tenderoni along with ted so it kind of fast forwarded it because it's like for the most part of king Tut's life he was a young king he was just doing shit um so it's fast forwarded to when they're like teenagers they're able to bear this dude i see like he's oh like he's oh oh like like hunchback oh like i gotta use a cane oh you feel me um but he like was around watching her grow up so lightweight in today's time he'd be a pedophile basically like he was watching her grow up and he was like hmm i wonder what she's like you know like some weird shit like that he was like even though i'm older like i'm able to bear a child because he had um a son of his own but it's like instead of just offering up his son to um to be with this um anaxuna moon he wanted it to be their secret that it would be actually him so i see when tut was like supposed to be going to war or something like that or supposed to be practicing fighting they kept putting stuff in his drink to make him go crazy so it's like something to impair his judgment ah this is weird so it could have been like the blue lotus drug but it could have been like he didn't know he was taking it in his large amount so he's thinking he's having hallucinate hallucinations and illusions they're putting stuff in his food poisoning his food putting stuff in his drink poisoning his drink even if he wasn't like drinking alcohol to stay like coherent and it was just like grape juice or whatever fucking water they were putting the blue lotus tincture in his drink so he was seeing things tripping yeah this is all a fact so he was like starting to trip he could never like focus they're trying to throw off his focus throw off his um his uh defense yeah and then i see she um she was throwing off his defense 
then she's like, you know, like, husband, something's going on, like, are you okay, why don't you take the day off type shit, um, and she's like, you know, let's have somebody run you a bath, and, like, let's get you together, because you're not, like, tripping in a way, but that was, like, the day that they planned to kill him, so I see she's trying to be a wife and be like, okay, like, I got you, I don't know what's going on with you, even though she knew they put, like, a large amount of blue lotus, um, in his drink and it's like when used to cure depression and shit like that it's a certain amount when used and before to like keep people afloat it was a certain amount but they put like a large amount so he didn't know what was going on and i see that they plan to like kill him that day like to stab him kill him something like that attack him he actually was like stabbed or attacked or like they threw like a spear through him they kind of, like, jumped him in a way. Like, he was loaded. He didn't really know what was going on. And the girl, Anaksuna Moon, and A and his son, I don't know what his son is named, but all three of them kind of, like, jumped him and, like, attacked him with these spears. So when they did that, it's like, uh, um, now your soul's dark. You know what I'm saying? Now a moot has... Um, ownership over your soul. So that's why on his tomb, it showed me that mainly the gods blamed the two older guys. Because the two older guys, um, even though he had a son, the son was still older than her. But it was like the son was closer in age to Naksuna Moon than this this old ass nigga. This old ass nigga like had a gray beard. He was kind of hunched over and shit. It was kind of creepy. And it's like... um yeah, he was just a creep. He was like, he was probably like old enough to be a grandpa, bro. But it's like his kid wasn't getting no play either. They were just regular little people. But they were really trying to like save themselves for like these pharaohs, uh, these queens, excuse me. And they wanted to be pharaoh. So yeah, boom, they attacked him. They overkilled him. It was like an overkill. Like they stabbed him with the spears. They shot him with arrows. Like they made sure he was dead, dead. And like I see when this happened, they became cursed because it's like, um, yeah, it happened really fast. They attacked him really fast. I see when this happened, they um, became cursed because it's like, like, why would you do that? You know, like, obviously, if I did something similar to this in my own way with killing my dad and my brother in my past life, it's like I got punished. So it's like, even though people, it was like, it was like, even though people at the time in the village, they didn't know what happened, truly. The gods seen what happened, and I see, like, Osiris and Amut. Like, they immediately all fell judgment. But when you see it on the tombstones, the gods mainly blamed the two older dudes because they knew a little bit more than this little girl. She's just mad because she kept having stillborns with Tut. And instead, she could have, like, went to the mom and was like, is there anything we can do? You know what I'm saying? But it's like, she didn't even do that. She just kind of, like, listened to what these people were saying because they were making her another offer. So, I see during that time, she started to go mentally crazy after Tut died. Yeah, she started to go mentally crazy after Tut died because at that time, she wasn't even fit to be a empress anymore she wasn't no longer gonna be an empress or like a queen
did Nefertiti see this? I think after it happened, like, Nefertiti could have seen what truly happened in her dream and that her daughter was to blame. Even though she's trying to hide it from her mom, her mom seen it. Like, they showed her what her, her daughter did, like, this dark energy, and that he he wasn't at war. It was like nobody else attacked him. It was them, and they did it for greed. So the gods, the god Ra, a horse, showed her what happened and showed her that these creepy-ass motherfuckers was trying to do this and that the person that um, used to be an advisor or help, um, they basically, the god showed her everything. Like, the person that used to be the advisor was in on this. She kept blaming him for these babies. Um, so she wanted to seek, she felt like she needed to seek revenge on him because they kept having stillborns. When naturally, that's like, maybe he came from a place where they just had these issues. But I remember, like, in the other reading, I was saying, like, they had herbs and teas and stuff to even help erectile dysfunction. So it could have even been like he needed a new diet type shit you know what i'm saying so it's like they could have did stuff and it could have honestly not even been his fault it could have been her fucking fault her wound could have been fucked up you know like they could have done everything else so i see um in order to continue to protect the throne the god showed nefertiti what happened and how he was poisoned how what he thought he was drinking was not what he was drinking how this young warrior, because I see the um, the son of A, he was just a warrior. How this warrior in him planned this downfall of, of Tut. How they all three kind of ganged up and jumped him, fought him to death. It was like they jumped him. It was like even if he was walking around with a sword, he's high, he's delusional, he's hallucinating. And then on top of that, so it's like he can't really defend himself. And on top of that, you got three people coming at you with um, spears and um, bow and arrows and shit. So it's like it's really not fair. It's not even like they were just trying to fight him with fists. Like they were really um, killing him, like murdering him. Um, I also see like at the same time he was seeing shit. Like he was seeing a bunch of shit because he was so hot. He was seeing shit that wasn't there, so he wasn't even able to really, like, defend himself like this. She's seeing all this in a dream, but it was this old, crusty motherfucker. Yeah, this, every time they show me this person, he's old with some white-ass hair. His face is all wrinkly and shit. It's like, ew. Yeah, he's weak. He's not even strong. Like, he wouldn't even be able to really be the pharaoh for that long, but it's like he had a lot of greed and, like, power ego that he survived off of. So I see um, now that Tut's dead, everybody's trying to figure out what's going on. And I see that Nefertiti seen the whole thing in her dreams. How he was mad that since a young boy, he just got here. He wasn't even from here. He just got this gold. They started fixing him up. They started to um, give him shit and all that kind of stuff. It's like, damn, I've been here and loyal to you guys this whole time. So every time I see it was grape juice or wine, even if he got older and he starts to drink wine, they would poison it. Water, poison it. Grape juice, poison it. So when it says that King Tut was ill his whole life, this was why, because they kept trying to poison him, but that wasn't really working. So then it's like, um, they just got him really high and like killed him. They were trying to poison him his whole life, though. This is crazy. Yeah. 
So, boom. I see the girl, her spells, like, the, it's almost like the gods put her under a spell because she did this. So she started to go mentally insane. She started to, like, hear voices and shit like that. She started to see things that weren't there. She started to have nightmares um, because it's like you're evil. You, you traded in your good energy. You traded in all your spiritual wealth for doing this. Like, for me, I got actually possessed by a demon in my story. For her, it's like... um she let these other energies take over her, manipulate her mind. So she lost all her spiritual ranking and she started to become like bad shit crazy. She kept seeing the images of Tut dying, of what they did, all that kind of stuff. And I see during this time, they still didn't receive the gold that Tut had. So they were heartbroken. Somebody had to leave. Somebody had to leave the, um, forced to leave the Middle Egypt, like the Middle Kingdom. The old man, the Pharaoh, A, he was forced to leave this kingdom. Yeah, they was like, hey, you gotta get the fuck up out of here. I don't know why she didn't just kill him. But yeah, he was forced to leave. He was like, um... He had to go and build something of his own. That's probably why he ended up being announced as a pharaoh somewhere else. Like, he claimed... He was, like, a self-proclaimed pharaoh. That's why he only reigned for, like, four years and his ass probably just died. Yeah, he had to pack up everything. He was, like, exiled. He had to pack up everything that he ever knew. And, like, he had to leave. I see that not only was he, like, a spiritual advisor, he was probably, like, a shoemaker. Or he made, like, their shoes... He did, like, physical work, like a craftsman or, like, a blacksmith or something like that. He was just, like, more physical. He never went to war. He never did anything like that. And it's like, you're too fucking old. You know what I'm saying? It's like, we want a pharaoh that's youthful so that they can, um, they can run this shit for, like, a while versus you. You could die any fucking day. Like, nigga, you're older than Nefertiti. You feel me? Like, you're old, bro. Um, yeah. His son, I'm saying his son actually, um, he was also obsessed with the idea of being with one of Nefertiti's beautiful daughters. What happened with him? He died as well of poisoning? Or she killed him. She killed him. Nefertiti killed the son, and she made the old nigga, like, leave and fend for himself. Nefertiti had him... Since she seen him in a dream, she seen him and the dad in a dream, and she had the son tell him everything. Like, she held him, like... She could have held, like, a sword to his neck and was, like, confess. And he was like, yeah, it was my idea because even though my dad wanted her, I really wanted her. So it was like, I don't know. They had this weird-ass idea of, like, changing the way things are supposed to be. And it's like, in a way, they just wanted, like, turns with her or something. Like, like my dad was going to have her until, like, he died and then I was going to be the next one. And it's like, that's not how shit works. So, but they've kind of felt like it should work that way because there's not many men to um, be the pharaoh these days. Um, 
So after they murdered Ted, I'm I'm guessing they just mummified him and they were getting his tomb and shit ready. And this whole time she's trying to run around her place that she's trying to put back together and figure it out. She had the dream, but she wanted to hear it from their mouth. So after she woke up from the dream, she exiled the old nigga and was like, nigga, you about to die any day now. Get the fuck out of here type shit. The son, she held a knife to his neck and was like, confess everything. And he was like, you know, he was obsessed with her, the way she looked, things like that. He wanted to, like, sleep with her mainly. It was like a lustful thing. He seen her grow up and, like, how she was, I guess, stacked and shit like that. Like, how her body was. So he was, like, obsessed with that. And even though, like, his dad wanted to turn first, it's like he came up with the idea of, like, poisoning him. So it was his idea to poison him this whole time and then it was their idea to like be like fuck it let's just drug him and then like we're gonna have to stab him because we've been poisoning him his whole life and it didn't work so he basically confessed to all that shit and then they had the i don't know we'll see in the next deck if they if she just was like all right nigga you confess and now you're dead but yeah so she wanted to know like what role her daughter had in this because now her daughter's going crazy, and it's not by way of anything Nefertiti's doing. And she's like, okay, she's obviously cursed by the gods, but let me hear from you, because I can't even ask my own daughter, Anaxuna Moon, what the fuck is going on, because this bitch is crazy. She's like, she's tripping, like, and she's not on no drugs or nothing. She's like, just tripping. She lost her mind. Wow. Okay, let me pause it here. So, I'm seeing that he's still, for right now, he's still alive. And she's still getting all the details out of him because he's the only one that can still answer. She didn't want to hear what the old nigga had to say. She's just like, go out there in the desert and starve. She probably let him, um, made him leave without anything. He had to fend for herself type shit like Moses. But he ain't no strong-spirited person. So, that's just that. So, he's done with the story, really. But I see that he um, he probably actually was able to make it. He probably found somewhere else. Because he did become a pharaoh. But he was probably like a self-proclaimed pharaoh. And he probably lasted for four years. And then he just died type shit. So he, he left. That's the end of his story for right now at least. So she's trying to figure out this younger dude a little bit more. She's questioning him some more before she kills him. I'm guessing. And he's like, yeah, I've always wanted to date your daughter. Um... They grew up around each other. I see that the gods are telling me he felt judgment because he didn't just tell the mom that. Like, he could have... You feel me what I'm saying? He could have just approached Nefertiti and was like, man, like, I know I'm not this. They were desperate. It's like desperate for um, a pharaoh at that time. So it's like, you guys are around the same age. He's older than her, maybe by like four or five years. But it's like, he still could have said something. And he probably would have been able to be the pharaoh and the husband of at least one of her daughters. Um, But he didn't use his judgment. He didn't say anything to her. He also was mad that this little boy came in and got sudden wealth. And he was a king at this time. So it's like the dad was raising his son up on becoming a thief. So it's like... 
as they're all growing up, the dad's quite older, and he's like, he's feeling away because he was just stuck being an advisor. So he's raising up his son on how to be a con artist, a scammer, a, a thief, and shit like that. How to steal this, um, steal Tut's life so that he can be the king and then he can pass it on to his son type shit. So it's like they were just, they were mad that they weren't part of the community either. But it's like, damn, we've been around since, you know, um, Queen of Sheba and, and King Solomon times. At least for, like, the dad. And it's like, damn, I know we're not from here, but it's like, you ain't even give us a shot. I I don't understand what the fuck mentally is wrong with this dad. Because it's like, nigga, you're hella old. Like, you just was never going to get a shot. You were better off raising your son. You feel me? To be a noble man so that he can get a shot. But it's like, this motherfucker is, like, really ego-driven. And he's kind of creepy, like, pedophile-like. Because he's way older than them. Yeah. He was mad. He never got a chance to, like, really live in the palace. It was just, like, some advisor shit the whole time. He always had to advise. Yeah, he was feeling the way because he kept advising young pharaohs. But it's like, if he knew anything about the customs here, it's like, we want them young so that they can reign on for a long time. You know what I'm saying? Like, King Solomon got the throne at, like, 12, 13 years old. Tut got it at, like, 8. You know what I'm saying? Like, we want them young. You been past the age limit, bro. Like, go to your country, go back to where you're from. Maybe they do something different type shit. But he was just mad, like, that he would travel the world with them, be a merchant and shit. And it's like, y'all never gave me a chance. Like, to him, he still felt like, even though, like I said, they were running stuff very fairly, he still felt like he was kind of in poverty compared to them. So, he kind of gave me the energy of, like, some of the, um, he gave me the energy of, like, the old pharaohs and, like, that whole slave mentality and poverty like classism they didn't really have much of that there everybody was like fair but he kind of had that energy of like he was born into poverty and then like the queen of sheba could have made him somebody of importance when she died he was still there and it's like his importance left and he just never became royalty and he was feeling away because of that And he didn't want to die without being royalty, basically. So he, like, took the wrong path down life by trying to, like, cahoots this daughter so that he can get this great fortune and at least be, like, a pharaoh, be buried with all this gold, get to live in a palace, you know, like, have statues and shit made of him. So that's kind of, like, what his whole meaning in life was, I guess. This is what he wanted. Yeah, he didn't want to work. He was tired of working for the queens and the pharaohs and shit like that. He was tired of that shit. He never went to war, so he's just like, you know, like, he could have just been, I'm not going to hold you, he could have been like an advisor, like one of the niggas that carried her on her throne, Queen of Sheba, back in the day. Yeah. I'm seeing that, okay, so she didn't kill the son. She put him in prison. She put him in prison. And I see that maybe another daughter that was married to somebody else, they had them come to this kingdom so that they can be the next reigning after. So one of her other daughters could have been married to somebody from another country and she could have sent out word that um, they needed him them there. So I was like, I don't know where they ruled. But it's like, I know you ruled there. Maybe we can, there might be a pharaoh 
um, and a queen that ruled more than one location. Like, they ran more than one country, but they could have done it from Middle Kingdom Egypt. The Middle Egypt. Like, they're like, okay, well, you know, this is like a 15-minute horseback ride or something away or something. I don't know how they, you know, did the times. I'm just saying, you feel me? In today's time, it'd be like 15 minutes away. I don't know how long or how they kind of, oh, it's a day ride away or I don't know how they used to say it back in the day, but it's like they could have been pretty close. So she sent out word that it's like we ain't got nobody else. So one of her daughters that was already married and established somewhere else in the kingdom she kind of was like, look, we don't know what else to do. You're going to get double the privilege. So bring your husband here. Yeah, bring your husband here. He going to have to rule from here because we, like, you know, I'm starting to get older. You feel me? She told her everything that happened with her sister. Um, her sister is now, um, like, mentally ill. So she was just, like, bedridden for a while. And she was infertile. So they found out she was actually infertile. So it wasn't... So basically, bro, they killed King Tut for no reason. Because the daughter was infertile. She couldn't have kids. It wasn't him at all. She didn't think about that part. It was not her at all. So they probably, like... Even though she lost her mind, they could have... There's certain tests, there's pregnancy tests and stuff like that back in Egypt if people didn't know. Like, they would pee uh, to see if they was fertile or ovulating or something like that. And they would pee on certain, like, um, a, a thing of barley or a thing of wheat. And if it turned a certain color or had a certain smell, they would know. So there was, like, pregnancy tests and shit like that back in the day. So they probably tested her to see if she was fertile and she was not. So it was her fault? Her, her her parts wasn't working, and she lost her mind. So this other daughter that was already married and doing something in her own way, she came, and they traveled to this place. And, like, yeah, I'm not going to hold you. They started to be, she wasn't expecting that. This other daughter was not expecting that her and her husband was going to rule more than one kingdom. Her mom was getting way too old. Nefertiti was getting way too old. So they had to, like, quickly, like, make this happen. They weren't expecting this change of address type shit. But it's like they had to make it work and, like, figure out how they were going to make it work. So one of the places that one of her daughters was at, they made this work. I don't know if they just, like, was like, fuck it. We ain't really got shit here. Let's all move to Egypt. Or it's like they kept half and half. We'll probably find it out more as we go throughout the decks. But it's like, um, I feel like... As extravagant as King Tut's tomb is, it's like that. It has all those gold pieces that they're passing around for these exhibits because it was like he was murdered and it was like not fair. And he was like the sole heir to the throne at this point. Like he was really important, even though he wasn't from their culture originally. So it's like, damn, like it was like no matter what they tried to do, like shit kept fucking up when it came to like putting a new pharaoh in the in um this actually position so like the fact that he was able to run the country for like at least 10 years since he was eight and like do his little thing you know even if he was just practicing it's like um they really honored him for that so that's why he had so much gold and because of how he was murdered they put all that gold and trinkets and weapons and stuff in his um tomb so that he can be spiritually wealthy in the next lifetime because of what happened to him so I'm going to pause it here. 
Okay, so boom. Um, another reason why King Tut was buried with like a um a lion, like they killed a lion for him and put him in his tomb, like mummified the lion and put him in his tomb because they wanted him in the next life to have great strength. Um they put certain like trinkets, things like that, um canopic jars weapons all that kind of stuff because they wanted him to be stronger they put certain herbs and tinctures that can heal things like heal him from mm, it's like the whole time the daughter was infertile so it wasn't really that but it's like stuff to make sure he's able to have a baby certain herbs and tinctures and stuff um weapons so that he can have like warfare or like be strong when it came to like go to war um they also could have put like um a cure like other tinctures and herbs and stuff in jars that they made for like a cure because he was poisoned in his past life and it made him like weak illness things like that like if you notice a lot of the king tut depictions he had like to walk with a cane or something like that very young and it was because like they kept poisoning him his whole life so it's like he didn't get to develop as much as he needed to so they like made sure his like his um life was very much celebrated because this was like a wrongdoing of his they took their time with making his that's why everything's like so extravagant he was um really celebrated and they wanted him to be celebrated in the afterlife so that's why his um tomb is so fancy they put some stuff in there so that like um i see on like the the hieroglyphs it was like something about something so he wouldn't be fooled like insight or maybe they had like horus depicted on there like maybe they wanted him to be a seer in the next life so they could have like manifested that the gods um allowed him to be a seer or have visions so that he wouldn't be tricked by the next lover because they were not gonna bury whenever the moon died they were not gonna bury her in that same tomb. Even though that's who he passed away and that's who he was married to, they're like, no, her spirit is cursed. Like, now she's just running around. Like, she's probably not running around. She might be on bed rest or like they watch her 24 seven. She's not allowed to just be by herself because she lost her mind for doing this to him. Um, So it's like, they put certain things in his tomb to make sure that he would find another wife, that his wife would be strong, strong-hearted, strong-willed, able to not be fooled by others' ideas, manipulation of money, um, shit like that, that she would not attack him for money, that she wouldn't attack him for anybody else, shit like that, and not like he would be able to see through um, bullshit, basically, see through if people wanted to go to war with him. Yeah, that he would either able either be able to kill them or to imprison them before they're able to plot on him yeah that he was able to like have a pick of women that he wanted to choose to be his partner so it's not just like oh you're assigned this person because it's like when they assigned them to be together they um assigned them to be together because it was like spirit moment desperation times we needed them to be together so that somebody could start reigning before Nefertiti passed away. And it's like, since that didn't happen, um, it wasn't like destined, like, you know, like Nefertiti and Akhenaten, they were like, um, 
lovers. Like, they were, um, like, kind of sweet on each other since kids. They grew up together, you know, type shit. So they really loved each other. And it's like, for him, it was kind of like a forced arranged marriage. So they wanted him to be able to, like, pick and choose his own wife. And be able to see through if anybody has plots on him for certain things. Um, yeah, they also, like, manifested that he would be, like, reincarnated that he will have um children like two boys like he might have like two boys or he would at least have one or two boys or like his firstborn is a son um things like that she also manifested so it's like nefertiti the same way she manifested certain things for me she manifested certain things for tut when he reincarnated that he would be able to grow up with his partner or something like that or that, like, Ra would allow him the chance to grow up with his partner so he can know that this person wasn't just after him for his money. So it's like they can grow up together through the struggle or grow up together. And it's like whenever he reincarnates again, um, it's it's almost like she yeah, she kind of manifested a, a, a relationship like hers and Akhenaten. So it's like they grew up, they both had their own shit going on. Like, they could have both grew up in royalty. So it's like if they both grow up in royalty or they both grow up with money or they know how to control money or something like that, it's not really a problem. So nobody has to kill the other one for power or greed type of situation. Yeah, that he would have a voice, that his voice would be heard. Because it's like even though he was 18, 19 years old when he passed, it's like um, it's like he was still under the ruling of her. So he never got to have his own decisions really made it was like he was still like in training um that he would be a great aerosmith or like archer or like you know somebody that's really good at war that's why he got so many like weapons in his tomb that he would be like a path starter or like he would blaze a new path in life create new ideas things like that that he would not be haunted by um what happened to him in his past with everybody attacking him um yeah that he would be able to have foresight because it's like so he might get visions in today's time touch soul he might get visions of what's about to go on before it happens um that when he came back he was actually like a war baby kind of like me so he was like i mentioned that about flock I was like, he's kind of like a, a war baby, k if you listen to his music and shit. So, like, he'd be a war baby. When he came back, he'd be a war baby. But he would still have love. He would still have a big heart. He would still protect and love others. That he'd be able to call decisions. He can be the leader of his pack. Um, that he's able to be celebrated. That he doesn't just go after women based off their looks. That it's like they gotta have some knowledge as well. Um... That his mind is never able to be split. Yeah. Mm, that's deep. She manifested a lot for him. Yeah. And that he's able to one day get all of his gold and everything that was stolen from him. Because it was like the whole reason was because they wanted to steal gold from him. And even though they were not successful at this, it's like the fact of the idea of that lingering, that it wouldn't happen. That if people were trying to jump him or run up on him or, like, plot on him, he would be able to see it before it happened and, like, defend himself. 
I'm not gonna hold you. That makes sense with K Flock's uh, whole little situation. When um when I did that episode on him before, I said um he's in prison right now. I think he's in Alcatraz or something like that. He's there because um in today's time because he was walking his little sister home from school or something, and a random motherfucker ran up on him. And it's like he's K Flock. He's rich. He's balling, but he's also still walking around in these streets in New York, right? And it's like this random ass person ran up on him and it's like he felt threatened and then he got shot. But it's like he was running up on his sister, so it's like in my eyes, that's your protecting bitch, don't run up on me. You know what I'm saying? I said the same thing, like don't run up on me. So it's like I don't see nothing wrong with that. But I kinda see why his energy is so on edge like that and he grew up like the way he is growing up. She manifested all this for him. That no snakes can get between his relationship once he actually falls in love with someone. Yeah, he's yeah he's a spotter. She she let him be an outspotter. I don't know what the fuck they would call it back in these days, but I see in the cards it's like an op spotter. He can he can spot ops. He can tell if they're not that he would be a shooter. <laughs> but it's like in today's time he'd be a shooter with a gun, right? And back in the day she put like bow and arrows in his uh, and swords and. Um, daggers and like spears in his like a lot of weaponry there's that's why there's so much weaponry there's like a, a chariot in his um tomb and all that kind of stuff because they wanted him to be really skilled at war yeah that even though she wasn't his like birth mom she um is considered his mom so like she also put like depictions of herself some of her um some of her stuff like you know how i said like certain canopic jars and certain things belongings from other people will be in there he has some stuff for nefertiti in there or they're buried near each other something like that yeah because she wanted to like be close to him i'm not gonna hold you i'm not gonna hold you um his mom might be her or something like that his mom might be like her reincarnated or something i think that's what she's saying to me like, in the next lifetime, she might actually, like, bear him, like, as her own child. Yeah. Um, that somehow, like, if there's any toxic energies around him, he would have certain awarenesses. If anybody's trying to poison him, he wouldn't be able to be poisoned in this lifetime. I feel like she could have manifested something like that for me because, obviously, I was poisoned since a fucking kid. And I'm still here talking to y'all. That one day he'll be a leader and be able to teach people, be able to speak his truth, be able to, like, run his country, create whatever rules he wants to create. That even though there was this stigma around him being infertile, that that's no longer... That the stillborns that he had as well will be able to come back to him and he'll be able to birth them one day when he's ready. That he will have loving family support systems around him as well. Um, that nobody, even though like his wife or whoever he chooses to be his wife, he has more than one wife. Um, she wants him to have more than one wife. That's why I said that in like the Tower of Babel when I was like, he's supposed to have more than one wife, like a concubine as well. That like, so he can have plenty of kids. That um, even though like their beauty, their beauty, you know, they're beautiful and balling and all that kind of stuff that nobody like, they know that that's Tut's wife and these, these is his wives basically. So it's like you can't 
manipulate them because that was the whole thing is like their mind were able to be tricked she was so beautiful it's like but she didn't have no brains to like be strong on her own she had all this money but she couldn't really be her own person so it's like she didn't manifest that for him she manifested it like they be beauty and brains and not easily manipulated that even though they're beautiful and people might like sought after them that they were not able to be like swayed pretty much and that also the wives can also see through people their intentions yeah that nobody can try to bully him or um have him running for his life or anything like that that he would just be able to take him down that he would get all the snakes out of the world as a whole that he would be one of the judges of my yacht i said that bro i said that before yeah and that the kids that he did have because i remember the kids he had in the past life there were two girls and there were two girls that were born stillborn so that that she also put in his tomb nefertiti also manifested that excuse me she also manifested that tut will have these girls again and that they will be fertile because she don't understand why her daughter was infertile in the first place yeah and that he would just make plenty of money but he's one of the judges she manifested him to be one of the judges because like he has a good king she manifested him to be a judge because as much energy she manifested for him to be like a warrior and the op spotter it's like with all these gifts it's like you should be a judge for this because um yeah, it's something about that. I don't know. It's like she manifested this and she could have asked um, that in the next time that he's born, he's a judge on this world and this planet. So he can get out snakes like this. Because it's like, she just, I don't know, she felt bad. So she's like, hmm. She's probably thinking like, if like if he would have actually became king, I mean like, duh, he was the pharaoh. But like, she could have been like, okay. If he would have actually been able to rule the way she wanted him to rule and raise him up, she would have been. He would have been like so smart to like be able to spot this out before it happened. But like they were targeting him since he was a kid, so like developmentally, they were slowing down his brain development by poisoning him this whole time and shit like that or something. So it's like he was not focused on so much these other things. His body was just trying to survive. So she made him very strong and healthy in his next life. So that, and like an op spotter, really good at war and shit. So that when he sees a snake, he just takes a snake out of this world because they're not supposed to be here. And that like, basically the guys don't pass judgment on him for any deaths that he caused. I said that in the Tower of Babel. I was like, it doesn't matter. I was like, you just, he's not supposed to be in jail. I don't care about what these earthly sayings are supposed to be. Is like by the way of by way of um the judges by way of Mayat and Thoth by way of the gods he's not supposed to be in prison right now. I said that a long time ago in the Tower of Babel. I said that they're probably the, every whoever the fuck is booking and cooking him for this situation. I said that they're gonna be going through some shit because he ain't supposed to be in there. She manifested this and I see it literally like in the cards that he's just supposed to be here for, like, the final judgment. And, like, to take out all the snakes in the world. Well, damn. 
Okay, we still got more, but like that's as much as I got right now. Pausing here. Okay, so boom. So now I think we pretty much got the gist of what everything's going on, but I think they might be telling me like everybody's each individual karma. Cause now it kind of seems like um, in the cards they're trying to tell me what, um, why this daughter is like mentally insane and kind of like what happened to her moving forward at on the Moon. So let's see. So, um, Anaxuna Moon was giving him these, like, hmm, when they were kids and they were growing up together and these two older people, like, the other guy was, like, at least four years older than her. And so if they were eight, when they were, like, 12 or something like that, he was, like, 12 or something like that. And, of course, the dad is a grown-ass man. So the 12-year-old and his dad knew that they were giving Anaxuna Moon when she was like a kid and she was like eating or bringing him food or you know um they were destined to be together since a kid so even though they weren't like actually having sex around that time she was technically poisoning him because they couldn't get close enough to this little boy she could so they were putting shit in his drink as far as poison goes and Aksuna Moon was the one that was sitting down eating with him and didn't know so it was kind of like she didn't know that they were manipulating her all the way back then. Um, so that's one of the reasons why it's like the guy's still like, I don't know, bro. She still got a part in it, even though like she didn't really know. She wasn't smart enough to realize what was going on. She still had a part in it. So that's why she didn't just like die immediately. But she went crazy. She went uh, mentally insane. She had a lot of spiritual warfare going on with her mental. Where she wasn't able to know, like, up from down, left from right. She ain't know nothing. She couldn't remember nothing. She could have developed a split personality, too, but she couldn't remember nothing that she went through in life. Maybe none of the teachings, how to read hieroglyphs, nothing. Like, she was really cursed. She couldn't work another day of her life, nothing. Because of what she did to Tut. Because it's like she was working on Tut's death the whole time. Even though she was being manipulated, it don't matter. She still was working on him the whole time. She didn't have any, like, judgment or anything like that. Like, a uh, sense of common sense or nothing like that. So, she could have developed a split personality back in this day. But, like, back in those days, I don't think they had the terminology of, like, DID, disassociative personality disorder or split personality multiple personalities i don't think they had that term they just thought she was fucking crazy and cursed facts and they knew that it had something to do with touch so it was like she was still balling but like okay like you're still balling you're still taking care of but the judges the gods are like getting on your ass so she's not she, nobody gonna marry her no more you know what i'm saying like Nobody wanted her hand in marriage because she's batshit crazy. Nobody wants a batshit crazy fucking queen. Nobody wants that around them. She had to be, like, taken care of for the rest of her life. There was no going back. She was never, she never got her mind back. It was just, like, gone. Yeah. And it just happened out of nowhere. She could have had, like, a mental breakdown. 
everybody seen this, everybody knew why. Yeah. Um, she was hearing hella voices. I'm not gonna hold you. She was hearing hella voices. It was like more than just like one split voice. She had at least like eight, maybe eight different personalities that she would switch back and forth to. And they're just like, what the fuck is wrong with this little bitch? She was still beautiful, but it's like, oh, hell no. Yeah, this is her judgment. She could have also was starting to look crazy. She wasn't as beautiful as before. Her hair could have started breaking off. She was cursed. So this is what I mean, like spiritual warfare. When um, This is why with some of these females and shit that was going against me, this is why when I was breaking their lives down, and I was like, leave me the fuck alone. Like, I'm trying to warn them to leave me alone. I'm not thinking about them. I'm just like, bro, get out my energy. Stop doing spells on me. It's because my ancestors are Egyptian. They come from ancient Egypt, right? Duh, before my Italian ancestors and shit. They come from ancient Egypt, right? So, boom. I'm telling them when it comes to this spiritual warfare, this is the type of shit that's going to happen to you. And I'm like, yeah, you're going to... I'm like, you got spirit personalities. You're losing your hair. Alpecia. Shit like that. This is the type of shit that's happening to her. So, it's like a plague. It's a, it's a spiritual warfare, but it's still like a plague. It might not affect everybody, but it's like, you, you you gotta stop. That's why I was, like, warning these bitches back in the day. I'm still cussing them out and shit, but it's like, I'm trying to tell you to leave me alone because this is gonna happen to you. You got this in your chart, so the gods are gonna give you this spell personality. You thought you wanted to look better than me, so they're going to make you ugly. It's like, you know what I'm saying? This is the same thing. So, the shit that some of these females that went against me try to do spells on me, trick me from my husband and all this little fucking weird ass shit trying to kill me and shit all that little fucking weird ass shit this is why this type of shit's happening to them because this is like ancient egyptian um the gods these type of gods this is what they do to people so she lost her beauty after a while she was getting crazy her hair was probably matted some of it was falling out she could have had like alopecia i don't know if they knew what those was back in the day or they had a name for it but she was just off that they felt like she was possessed. Yeah, they thought she was possessed. Um, some of the pictures, that's why. Okay. Um, as far as Anaks on the Moon, she's always known for her beauty. They didn't put in her tomb or like she's considered the lost the lost princess or whatever, because it's like she's cursed. So, um, I don't know. I would have to look up and see if she has her own tomb, if they ever found her tomb. But she's considered, like, the lost princess. And it's, like, um, it's bigger than just, like, lost. Like, they can't find her tomb. It's bigger than that. It's, like, mentally lost. Like, she's lost. She's lost in the sauce type shit. Um, if I can find that they might have found some type of hieroglyphs for her, I have to look at the hieroglyphs. But she might not even be depicted. Um... I think when I seen it, she could have been depicted with, like, lotus flower. Because they last made him delusional with the lotus flower. And it's like, um... I don't know if they wanted to draw her how bad she crazy she looked before. So a lot of the pictures and sculptures that they might have of a Nox on the moon, it's way before she looked crazy, like, what she looked like before. Because if they would have depicted her, they'd be like, ah, like... Who's this zombie-looking little female? It's like, because she started to look fucking crazy. Yeah, it's like she had, like, a cul-de-sac. Damn. Damn. She had a cul-de-sac. You know how, like, people's hair, it's like, they'll have hair on the sides, and then, like, the middle's gone? 
like them older men and shit, she started to develop a cul-de-sac. Yeah, she was already infertile. So that makes sense on why she was infertile. And she kept blaming him for it. She blamed him for the infertileness, but because she was poisoning him, even without her own knowledge, um, the gods cursed her to not be able to bear children because it's like it's already a plague. So if she would have told her mom, like, hey, we're, we keep having stillborns, is it me? Can we do a test or something? Can you look in your crystal ball or whatever? It's like the mom would have probably been able, Nefertiti would have been able to tell her, like, what did you do? Like, what have you been doing because you're this? They didn't look into it that far. She was trying to, like, get her place back established. So they just thought something was wrong. But she never, like, went to her mom to ask. And her mom is a high priestess. So she would have been able to, like, read, scribe, and find out that the gods were already cursing her. It's almost like in the previous story with Moses, how, um, that dad, he he fucked up so his son became infertile. It's like for her, Nefertiti and them are good. But she made herself become infertile because she let other people like manipulate her. Yeah. So she basically lost like her essence of being a woman. Like her essence, her beauty, her womb, her mind, like all that kind of stuff. I see that Yeah, they call her the lost one because she lost her mind. I see that Nefertiti, she kept this a secret on the tombs, so they just made her look beautiful. Yeah, she kept her, what her daughter looked like for real, but she was balding. Like, by the time she died, she had, like, a few specks of hair left. Like, I'm not gonna hold you, like, a few strings of hair left. Yeah, she was also cursed because they manipulated her into the idea of, I can have more than one pharaoh. That's not how things ran out there. It's like, like I said, once the woman is married, the woman is married. She damn near was about to be married three times, and that's not how that works. So it's like, that was never going to happen. She just kept cursing herself. So the reason why she was walking around bad shit, crazy, looking crazy and stuff is because not only did you do this to Tut, but you had in your mind that you were going to be able to marry a bunch of men. Like, you're not Queen of Sheba. That's how they did shit over there in her kingdom, where she could have multiple partners. We don't do that shit here. With the men in our kingdom, they can only for the sole purpose of bearing more children. You're not a man. So she took on this masculine mentality, and, like, she just, yeah. Who she was destined to be with or set up to be with. She didn't want that. She didn't feel like he was good enough. So, yeah. It's like, so, yeah, in the tombs, they kept this a secret about her. Her tomb is somewhere. She could be with her other siblings. But it's like her stories in her siblings' tomb. But they don't tell you how crazy and ugly she looked. Yeah, they could tell. They can definitely say that she felt judgment, though. Um, she could, they could say something about magic or that she felt judgment, that she was sterile, she kept losing kids. They could have put that on there, but they're not going to depict the pictures as her looking crazy. Like when they're drawing the hieroglyphs, they're not going to do that. They definitely put in there that she lost the spiritual war, that she lost all her spiritual ranking, that she was broke, that the sun god Ra did no longer shine for her. And that like she was destined to die. Like that was just like, you're just going to be bad shit crazy until you die. 
yeah, that she was never queen really like that. Besides the time that she was, like, young and a queen. Okay, so, hmm, I gotta really look into it, because I feel like they found her shit, but for whatever reason, these archaeologists don't want to tell people that they find it, because it's, like, a depressing story. But to me, it's not a depressing story. It's like, bro, you need to know these type of things so you don't do this as a young woman or as a young man or as an old man. Like, you don't do this type of shit so you can learn your lesson, you feel me? But I see they didn't tell... I feel like they know how to read this shit, and they just pick and choose what they want to say. Because it's not like the ideal story that they wanted to say. They didn't want to tell people that this story. So they just was like, oh, we're not going to say this. We're just going to say she was lost. Because it's, it's a sad story. And and Nefertiti did this to her daughter. And it's, and it's like, no, she didn't. This was the gods. Yeah. They didn't explain the whole story. They didn't tell the whole story. No. Her story's in there with Nefertiti's story. Okay. Her story's in there with her mom. So on the, the all the tomb readings and writings and stuff that I read, I don't know if it's in scrolls or if it's on the tomb walls or however that works, but inside of Nefertiti's tomb, her daughter is in there. Her um her sarcophagus or her body could have been in there as well. But, like, she was buried with her mom. Yeah. Facts. They just didn't tell the story how they was supposed to tell the story. They didn't explain the whole thing. They made up some bullshit. And and put it out to the world. Put it on the internet, some bullshit. Because they felt like the the story that they have out there about her is a more stronger story. Just like, oh, she was just lost. We don't know where she is, but she's not lost. She's literally in there with her mom. Literally. Because her mom wanted her in there with her. So it's like out of all her other daughters, she didn't probably get her own tomb. And on top of that, she doesn't have a soulmate to be with because they're like, don't put her in there with Tut no more. Like, fuck her. When she died, she was not buried with Tut. None of her shit was buried with Tut. The only thing that was buried with him besides his gold and everything I mentioned was his two stillborn kids so that he can have kids again. And then he was able to pick from an abundance of women that whoever he chose that set right with his heart and his mind and his soul he can choose who his next child is because it's like i mean his next child his next um wife is and shit like that when he reincarnates again because she fucked up and this was like an arranged marriage so they kind of felt like bad for that so the mom was like i'm gonna bury her with me so that when we reincarnate again um like since 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 Nefertiti could not be buried with her husband or buried she was buried with his stuff and his story and like, you know, I'm in that story and shit like that, whatever. But since my dad was thrown in there with me, the little brother I killed was thrown in there with me with this prison one. She was like, Okay, boom. You know, as a parent she felt like she was kinda of responsible for um the way her mind was set up and even though she had like what, like six, seven, eight other kids and shit to raise as a whole it's like she felt like I failed this one. So she buried um, Anaxuna Moon with her. Because she was like, I need to keep this little nigga close in the next lifetime. Like, I need to make sure she is um, loving, caring. Like, that she's actually worthy enough of love, caring. That she's worthy enough of a, to you know, to be a queen in the next life or to be of royalty or something like that. That she has her mind right. That she's not just, like, running around. Letting people manipulate her to be in 
a relationship with her or shit like that. She got buried with her mom, her, you know, her siblings, like my goal, dad's goal, her mom's goal, whatever goal that was destined to be her. She was buried with that so that she could have another chance at life. But like inscribed on there, her mom inscribed things like, okay, like I'm going to keep her close so that when we're born again, reincarnated again, as her being my daughter, I can make sure she gets her mind right type shit. But also she did manifest like that she'll be able to be royalty. She would have, you know, money, protection, mental protection. She put certain shit on the on the tomb so that like she can be more strong. She's not easily charmed or swayed. But she did blame herself, like, damn it, I had all these girls and I, I failed this one. Cause it's like, what the fuck kind of shit is this? You know what I'm saying? Like Nefertiti was very um big on like traditions, legacies and shit like that. So she felt like out of all her kids she felt um she felt like she felt me in a way because of me being swayed and me and her not connected in that way and I didn't know divination and it was like I felt like I couldn't come to her for something. So she felt like she felt me and then it's like, well she can't be in a thing with me because I'm cursed. I'm all the way somewhere else with the demons. So it's like, okay, well this other one that I felt like, like, out of all the kids, she felt like she felt us two females. So, she was like, okay, even if I can't have Amunet in my actual tomb, I can have this little nigga in there. So, I'm going to make sure that, like, I get her mind right in the next lifetime, basically. Damn. Yeah, out of all her daughters, she was like, all the other ones are good. She was like, damn, did I, like, you know, she was kind of blaming herself, like, damn, did I not spend enough time with her? She's trying to, like, you know, like, renick the past, like, did I do this like what did not say like how did I go wrong why did she feel like she knew why like as me I'm net why I didn't come to her because it's like I'm not directly her actual like you know she's like my stepmom but it's like I could have came to her with everything else but this it's like there's some type of disconnector so she understood this but she's like for this one for Anaxuna Moon she's like I pushed her out my damn coochie you know what I'm saying? Like, how come she didn't come to me? Like, what's wrong? Like, something happened. So she blamed herself. So she was like, oh, no. Let her be buried with me. So this story is actually in there. They just don't depict her as, like, her hair falling and stuff. But they did have um, her judgment in there. Like, she was cursed. Her mind, the bad. Her being infertile, the bad. Like, all that was in there. They just didn't say that on Google and shit like that, the archaeologists didn't say it because they felt like it's a depressing story, basically. So they were just like, oh, she's just lost. We don't know where she's at, but it's like, no, she's not. Um, This type of shit gets on my nerves. <sighs> so I'm going to pause it here. We're going to see what else we got up in this bitch. <laughs> So, boom, we're back. So, I'm guessing now this is the the older dude, the Pharaoh A, right? So, I'm seeing he got kicked out of the kingdom. He got kicked out of his own home. Like, he had a home just within the little kingdom, the city or whatever. He lost his home. He got kicked out of that shit. He also got kicked out of the entire, like, if he had a job as, like, a, a spiritual advisor, he lost his job and everything. Because of him making his plan with his son, trying to marry um, Anaxuna Moon, he lost everything. Like, he couldn't bring nothing with him. 
they exiled him. They made him walk, even though he was old as fuck. They made him walk. He couldn't have no donkey, no horse, no ox, no nothing to ride. They didn't even leave him with no gold, no money, no trading, nothing. They was just like, get your broke ass out of here, bro. You got to go. Fuck you. Yeah. By this time, he was an old, gray-haired man. Um, I feel like if he was married to somebody already, she died like 20 years before that. So he was like a widower. And also, it was like... um. Nefertiti called all this. She was like, get the fuck out of here. Like, I don't want you being nobody's spiritual advisor. Like, how could you even consider yourself a spiritual advisor and you being, like, going away from everything? You know what I'm saying? Like, even if he... Because it's like, she didn't need a spiritual advisor. She was also a seer herself. So she was just all in one. But it's like, how could you ever be anybody's spiritual advisor again? Or how have you ever been one this whole time? Because of how snake you are. So you gotta go. You was coming off acting like you were people's friends. But you weren't. And you were trying to move up in my castle. Like fuck you boy. Like she's like you gotta go. Yeah. So basically like. um, He left. And he had to go up on his own time. She was pissed. Like she was like man I should kill you. But I'd rather like see you rock. Like she'd rather just have. She'd be happy with the idea. Knowing like his broke ass was out there. Nobody to talk to. That she was hoping that like somebody would stumble upon him. And like beat him up or fight him or something like that. So I see like. um, He was like a little surprised at how she was just breaking his neck. Like get the fuck out of here. Like I should have somebody beat your old ass. But it's like. Get out of here, bro. She she hated him. She was like, I hate you. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, <clears throat> you've been my consultant and shit. You've been around the family since before I was even old enough. You know what I'm saying? She's like, you're you're inconsistent with everything. Like, you're hella weird. She's like, don't come back to visit. No nothing. Like, you're considered a thief and we're kicking thieves. Like, there's no thieves in my kingdom. Like, you gotta get the fuck on. Yeah, he's like, oh, I'm old. I mean, what am I going to do? She's like, I don't care about none of that shit. She was like, you're strong enough to come up with this idea of king and killing Tut. So you got to get the fuck out of here. You're strong enough to like, because I said it was three people that jumped him and like stabbed him up and shit like that. So she was like, you're strong enough to do that. You're strong enough to defend for yourself. She was like, don't worry about your son. We're going to handle him. But you got to get the fuck up out of here. You're an enemy. Like, we don't want no parts. And, like, um, she was, like, I mean, like, now. There's no, like, oh, in the morning, by the break of dawn, no, nigga, like, go. As soon as I'm done with this conversation stuff type shit. Like, she was off that. She was off that. She was, like, you made my daughter lose her mind. You know, like, the gods is punishing her because of this. Because you was gambling with my daughter's future. She's, like, you know, like, you're going to lose your own son as a warrior. I'm going to do whatever I'm going to do with him. But it's like, um, you made me lose money. You feel me? Like, I'm already losing money. But it's like, now you really make me lose money because now I got to replace this warrior I just lost. I got to figure out who's going to be the pharaoh. You feel me? Like, I got all this shit to figure out. So it's like, you're you're, you're costing me money, you bitch-ass nigga. She's like, get the fuck out of here, you know? I'm just saying it how I would say it, nigga. You feel me? But like, yeah, she's like, yeah, get the fuck out of here. Like, you know we're very successful without you we're gonna always be successful without you i don't know what you was thinking but you ain't smart like get the fuck out of here boy she was like she basically cursed him she like spoke curses over him like i hope you will never see another bright day you're a little evil ass motherfucker like i can't believe you did this to my daughter the person that you had like whoever his wife was before that died before him 
she was like she was way worthy you know like he wasn't even worthy of her like she's breaking this nigga's back bro she was like you can't be no merchant you can't kick it with us you can't sit with us you can't drink with us boy get the fuck out of here you're not protected if you don't get out of here i'm gonna send my my goons my my warriors to come and get your ass and they're loyal and faithful to me like i can't believe i didn't see this you know like i see a lot of things i can't believe i didn't see this snake within my um my reach my grasp around my kids you feel me? She was pissed. Like, she was letting this nigga have it, bro. She was breaking his back. She was like, you was smiling up in my face and shit. You was stabbing me in the back. You was waiting the whole time for, for Tut to be a certain age. And you was doing all this shit. You was poisoning the whole time. Get the fuck on. You ain't got no carriage. You ain't got no buggy, no chariot, no nothing. Get the fuck on out of here. Uh, this nigga could have had grandkids. Or he was supposed to have grandkids. Or she was like, you're the reason I don't have grandkids. Because Tut and, you know, like the two basically the two kids like she's blaming him for that like you're the reason that they had stillborns and shit like that she's like man get the fuck out of here you're the reason my daughter's looking ugly in this bitch and like you know what i'm saying like nigga you you costing me shit bro like you know what i'm saying like the fuck so she just broke this nigga's back real quick like get the fuck out of here boy you broke boy Oh, shit, this is so funny. <laughs> I know you guys are like, that's not it, because I don't know what the fuck they said, bro. I don't know how they did it or how she did it, but it's like, dog, I'm going to do it how I do it. But it's the same shit, bro. She cursed this nigga out. She was like, get the fuck out of here, you creep. She was like, you been plotting on my daughter since she was a baby? What the fuck? You sick motherfucker. Like, you used to come around and shit like that, and the whole time you wanted to sleep with my daughter, you old motherfucker. She was never going to sleep with you. Like, she just going off, dog. <laughs> okay, hold on. I kind of laugh. Look fuzzy here. I'm back. I had to calm down because that shit was too funny the way I was saying it. But I, I don't know how the fuck they cuss back in the day. That shit ain't on the fucking um, tunes, how they curse or like the words they use, but shit. Y'all know how we cuss in today's time, so fuck it. Um, but she was saying something like that. Anyways, um, before I jump into this, I was just thinking like when she mentioned that he was a creep for... Um, pretty much like eyeballing the little girl since she was a, a, a baby basically and like um desiring to like sleep with her and shit when she got older it's crazy because if you see the shit on google they make it seem like oh they got married at 15 oh this oh that they be little videos and documentaries and shit on um youtube about the ancient egyptians and incest and um pedophilia or like marrying really young marrying really old all that kind of shit that's all a lie now i'm not gonna say the incest shit is weird but it's like i kind of explained to y'all how that work it's like um they got adopted into so it's not technically blood but it is kind of weird because they upraised moses and then he married the girl that was his sister with tut it's like she raised tut and then he married someone that would be considered a sister so that's as close as incest as it really got so it's like in a way it is but in a way it's really not um but like the whole pedophilia thing and all that kind of shit and like how some accounts be like oh yeah this pharaoh was hella old and he married like a young 15 year old or something 
those are all agendas by this government and by these archaeologists because it's like if you guys hear all the marriages i talked about so far it's like everybody was around the same age with Anaxunum, I mean Anaxunamun. Yeah, with Anaxunamun and Tut, they were around the same age. With um, Akhenaten and um, Nefertiti, they she was like three years older than him, right? Um, with um, King Solomon and Queen of Sheba, um, she was a little bit older than him. She was like two, three years older than him. So it's like within the age range, but it has not been so far out of all the stories I told you guys, an old ass man and a fucking young girl. And the main reason I knew something was off about that is because they try to get them around the same age and they want them to be like at least in training to be a pharaoh the whole time until the next, like the previous generation is died off and they can fully take over the throne they try to keep them around the same age because they want them to reign over this place as long as possible so they're not going to have a old ass nigga with a young ass bride because it's it's not gonna it's not gonna be right it's not right they're not wanting to it to be female pharaohs nine times out of ten they want it to be male pharaohs and the queen and then an advisor that's how it normally goes but sometimes, like, you know, with Nefertiti, her husband died before that. So she had to be the female pharaoh. So, but it's like, you know, with me as Amunet, I was the only, like, we was all girls. So they raised me up to be the female pharaoh. And then all that happened. So it's like, it's very rare, but it happens. But they don't want that to happen. The old traditional way is what they try to go by. And they want the kids to kind of start off as kids be like pharaohs in training and then like they're around the same age so that they can live a long time and rule for a long time and keep it pushing like that so all that bullshit on youtubes and googles and shit that's all fucking false because like she just literally called him out for like being creepy with the whole like you seen her in diapers type shit wow that's deep so boom moving forward i see she felt like after that she finally got all like the demons or the dark energy type shit like the negative shit about her kingdom so she's like okay moving forward they're still building king tut's tomb like his tomb took a minute to build i'm not gonna hold you it took a minute to build so they're still doing that they're putting hella fortunes in there at the same time um she got this other she she's saying out word for this other um this other daughter to come back. I don't know what daughter it is, which I don't know which one so far, but she sent out word for the other daughter to come back and um bring her husband with her because they're actually in love, they're actually happy. Um and they're like, Look, bro, you ain't really gotta work hard for this shit. You ain't gotta go out and be merchants, you can go send your merchants out, you got trading posts, you got all this shit, like it's balanced, like I feel like where they were at, they were kind of having to, like, do how um, King Solomon and Queen Sheba and, like, Nefertiti's parents were doing before. Like, they had to jump start it. So now they're sitting so comfortably. You got people. You got enough people in the kingdom where you can just send them out and you just keep everything balanced. So they're like, you know, you can you can stay over there and keep building that shit up, bro. Or she's like, you can come over here, live in this castle. It's easy. It's good. You know, like... It's up to you if you want to abandon it. But it's like, you know, you know, you trying to tap in or not. Like, we got this whole kingdom. She's like, shit, mom, you want to let us take over? Like, hell yeah. 
So she comes through. She's like, yeah, we ain't got to work too hard. Like, they were probably, like, breaking their backs trying to get shit established out there. And, like, they heard about what happened to Tut, what happened, all that kind of stuff. They're like, wow, like, out where, okay, so out where they are, even though they were royals and stuff like that, it's like, um, they were having a hard time. It's like, uh, wherever they were ruling, whoever, whoever the daughter married, it's like things were not going as smooth as Egypt was going. There was some shit going on with, like, the food. They were kind of lacking with the food or the ground wasn't as fertile or it was just, like, they were still building. And like I said, um, the daughters had to marry a prince or a king. Somebody that came from wealth. So, yeah. But it's like wherever kingdom or whatever area they came from, whatever tribe or village they were in, they weren't really able to run it as smooth as Egypt was. It's just like, how you lacking right here? You know what I'm saying? Like, what? Like, wasn't, you know, we married you to a king, but it's like they don't know how to run their country or something like that. So it's like by the time that her daughter went and married this person, it's like they didn't train them. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, they didn't upbring this young new pharaoh whatever they called it in his country to do this so it's like shit was just fucking up they're like shit i'm out of here so they they ran towards i'm saying they just abandoned it they're just like fuck it this shit's kind of ruined anyways like um she was like if you want to bring your people you can bring your people so you can have these people too we got enough room for everybody you know you can have more merchants more um, blacksmiths more warriors more healers whatever you can bring all those people there, you know? You can have your own um, loyal trustees and warriors and shit like that if you want. Like, we're not tripping. We got plenty to give away. You don't got to just abandon them and shit like that. Don't make them feel like you're just leaving them and you don't love them or nothing like that because then that creates enemies. So she's like, you know, you can come. Just come. Everybody come on through. So she's like, yep, they're out of there. She's like, I'm going back home. Like, at least I know how shit's ran. So it's like she got her daughter there. She's trying to train her up. She's like, okay, we're trying to balance shit out because, like, her daughter's telling her, like, my shit was hella off. Like, they ain't teach him how to be a king or a pharaoh. So he ain't know what he was doing. She ain't know what she was doing because she just, she was just, like, the daughters that came before Aminette and shit like that, they were just perfected on, like, how to make herbs, how to make wine, how to make this, how to make that, how to do arts and music. And it's like they were very womenly. So it's like well fuck I don't know how to do this and it's like your country don't raise you and train you how to be a fairy your whole life no well fuck like what are we supposed to do here you know so it's just like in Egypt everything was like perfected so they were like okay let's go here mom's gonna be able to teach us yeah so they rushed over there they was like fuck it they probably went over there first and then they was like everybody else you can pack up your shit and then come over here like bring everything so everybody else probably traveled after yeah, like, his um, his warriors and stuff started to come after. People started to come quick. They was like, I'm out of here. So, yeah. Yeah, the word got around, too. And then, like, um, there was more women. Like, they could have had more men in this country than women. So, like, there was more women out here in, um, in Egypt. So, they was like, cool. Like, you know, you're having financial issues. Come out here. We got more women. We can help you with those financial issues. We can help you come in balance. You know, we can teach y'all, you know, how to read and write our language, our hieroglyphs and things like that. So it was like two countries kind of conjoined at that point in time. And they was like, cool, like we can, we was having sleepless nights. We didn't know what to do. They were kind of just like stuck like Chuck for a minute. Yeah. 
Um, I see. Also, like it was, it was like they were like illusion. Like it was an illusion that they were successful because it was like really they're not. They were kind of going through like despair at that time. They were like constantly being defeated by war because the warriors weren't trained. It was like what the fuck, like. Who the hell, like, whoever these person's parents were, they kind of tricked them, like, oh, yeah, like, we're successful and all that kind of shit. So, like, Nefertiti let her daughter go over there, but it's like, mom, that shit was a lot. Like, they was broke out there, and, like, I'm used to this, and, like, I came up in the castle, and, like, bro, we was in the hut. Like, you know, she was kind of like, mom, dog, I'm, you know, like, I'm glad you brought us back because, like, it's perfect over here, and, like, now everybody can go to school. Yeah, so she was happy. The daughter was very loving. Um, she's very loving. She's very caring. She's very into arts. I see that um, these secrets were hidden for a while. She wasn't t- trying to tell her mom this because she didn't want to like make her mom feel bad. She knew she had hella on her plate. She didn't even really finish fully healing from what happened to um, her dad and like her sister and all that kind of stuff like that. So yeah she was just like you know now i can tell mom for for real for real but it's like her and the dude really loved each other so it was like perfect like that's how they wanted to be and they just had to learn how to be successful and like learn how to like um rule because they didn't know how to like tell people what to do or be a boss or like nobody was listening to him before he was making quick actions without like really planning sitting down talking to his wife about things like they didn't have no advisor so, like, they came through to the Middle Kingdom and was, like, getting shit balanced out. Yeah, so it's like, they, they were, like, on the verge of the people turning against the king because it's like, this nigga don't know what he's doing. Yeah, that's crazy. He was like, this nigga got on the first train smoking. Well, it's not a train, but you know what I'm saying? Like, he got on the first little horse and buggy and was like, let's go. I'm out of here. Yeah. Because it's like his mind, he he didn't know how to control. He wasn't like he's dumb, but he just didn't know how to control. He was never steered in the right direction. So they came over to them, and they were like, look, we got you. So people were starting to lose love for him. So they got on the first chariot out there, and they started to train. And he told everybody else, like, hey, pack up. We're going to start. You know, like, I don't know how long it's going to take y'all to pack up. Y'all might have to move all this stuff over here. Because it's like, of course, they're going to bring over all their merchant stuff like whatever we're good at making pack that up bring it y'all might have to go back and forth until everybody's fully moved in but this is where we're gonna be now we're gonna get out of strife so the king and queen which is one of her daughters and her husband at the time they moved to egypt and started immediately training on how to be the next queen and pharaoh and like he started studying and shit so he was kind of there already and it's like his people started to like move slowly after they had a lot of animals to move a lot of money and shit to move a lot of products and shit like that so they like slowly over time started to do this type of stuff because before they just looked at him as like a young foolish pharaoh and it's like the daughter couldn't really say much because like she wasn't raised to be the first main go-to person you know what i'm saying like it's mainly like the husband has the final say so it was like she didn't even know you know and she wasn't raised to be no pharaoh so it was just like they was just they were slowly like on the verge of like losing everybody's respect getting overthrown something like that so they were just like kind of on the verge of being like broke i gonna hold you yeah the mom was like oh hell no how come you didn't tell me sooner <laughs> like you know what i'm saying like she's like how come you didn't tell me sooner like 
she's kind of like um establishing her daughter like you need to tell me these type of things so that i can help you out like you know i don't want to keep losing daughters because they feel like they're scared to tell me certain things so or they feel like you know she's like i'm on my you know i'm getting older like i can die any day now like you need to tell me so i can teach you while i'm here because right now like sooner or later i ain't gonna be here I see also she was noticing that they don't have a spiritual advisor. So they were trying to figure out who they were going to pay and who they could trust and who had the gifts to be the advisor for this new daughter. And, like, who was able to, like, you know, yeah, to help them balance things out because it's like, okay, we need a spiritual advisor. We need a seer. We need this. We need that. So they were just trying to, like, they got all the money to do it. They just needed somebody that had a really good judgment. So at this point in time, they're trying to figure out, like, appointing new people they got their own warriors they got this that the warriors probably needed to be trained better in war tactics and shit like that it's like everybody just didn't know how to do their job so they like where the fuck like damn i sold my daughter off to somebody that don't know shit like if i didn't like it's kind of like destined in a way because like if all this other shit in egypt didn't happen with tut and amunet and all this kind of stuff she wouldn't have known that her daughter was out there suffering so it's like, now that they have to call them in from another place to come out here, it's like, cool, just in the nick of time. And what do you mean your warriors don't know how to really fight? What you mean you keep losing war? What you mean you don't know how to grow no food? What you mean, like, what the fuck? Like, what? It's just like, what's going on over here? So, yeah, it was just like perfect timing. I'm going to pause it here. So basically, divine timing was at play in this because it's like it was in the nick of time. I'm not gonna hold you. Her daughter was beautiful and shit like that, and she came from fortunes and riches, but she didn't have the gift her mom had of like foresight. She didn't have certain wisdom. She didn't know what it really meant to struggle, so it was hard. And then her husband ain't know the shit. So I'm not gonna hold you. Like it was in the nick of time because I see Anubis is here, and um, these people were damn near thinking about killing them. They was like, look. These motherfuckers don't know what they're doing. We're struggling as a country. Yeah, they was about to uh, overthrow them or sacrifice them and then just take all their money. It was like they were on the verge of, like, war against the royals, which is, like, them, the the people, this country that they're in. So it's like some of their people were loyal to them, but it's like other people were not. Like, the villagers, like, even if, like, the nobles, like, you know, the warriors and all that kind of shit that they had, even if they were loyal to them, it's like they couldn't really defend them. They sucked. There was more common people, common folk, than there was um, other people. There was no slavery or nothing going on, but it's like um, they just felt like, bro, you're not, we're not being abundant. It's like everything that they were, um, how can I explain this? It's like their main thing was trade, and it's like... The war sucked. People could overthrow them at any moment. Like, if there were other countries trying to, like, take over them, they were weak when it came to, like, support fighting. Weak. They kept losing um, warriors and shit like that faster than they can reproduce. They had more merchants and, like, it was, like, too much crop to be um, manned. So, it's, like, it's not the fact that they didn't have the garden right it's like maybe the fruits and vegetables started to spoil 
or something like that because it's like they didn't have enough people to preserve them. Like for the grapes, they'll make like juice or wine. It's like, you know, if they had enough people to eat all this stuff, people kept dying because they kept losing their war. Then it's like, I'm not even skilled in this. So it's like, if I don't know how to garden, I got to take over the garden. It's going to lose. So nobody wanted to trade. It was like, it was just too much shit going on. Yeah, they kept losing warriors and shit. Some people weren't making it back. It's like, what the fuck? He just didn't know what to do. I see. Also, they didn't have a spiritual advisor to like see things, prophesize things to be able to like prevent shit from happening. But I do see as far as like the new king that she was adopting into um, Middle Kingdom Egypt to take over her and her daughter for, you know, her daughter and this dude. He was very fertile. He was actually smart. He just needed the proper guidance. He didn't have that um, where he came from. I see they were teaching him about like balance, the universe, the cosmos, things like that. He didn't know about, like, fair trade, when they're trading too much, when they're losing gold, how to keep gold up, like, how to make gold, shit like that. They, he didn't know about none of that kind of shit. I see his parents didn't teach him about that. What the fuck? So this was, like, destined to happen in a way. Even though it was, like, all that shit happened and it sounds so fucked up, it's like the gods destined this to happen. Because if all of this was doing good and Tottenham would have been, you know, raining, it's like raining over this country, they would have just been left out and she would have still lost a daughter. Because the people would have turned against them. They were losing warriors left and right because it's like people seeing them as like weak. Like, what you mean you beat them? So people are going back to their town seeing that we beat and killed everybody and they're like, okay, well, shit, we can kind of rob them. Yeah, facts. Yeah, facts. Facts. They was like, so if they, it's like if we keep, killing their warriors soon they ain't gonna have nobody to defend them so we can just run up in there and take their shit facts yeah they was like on the verge of dying my nigga like hey hold you like yeah it's like and all she really knew how to do growing up is like to be beautiful to play music to dance shit like that so i'm not gonna hold you it was written by thoth and mayat um like ahead of time because like thoth and mayat is all about balance law order so it was already written in the cosmos by thoth and mayat that um all this would happen yeah i'm not gonna hold you all the people that um oh i see she learned about her sister when she got back home with her mom she learned about why her sister she seen her sister looking crazy she's like what the fuck like damn i'm sorry (laughs) i gotta read it as i'm seeing it in a hieroglyph bro and it's just kind of crazy because it's like She's like, oh, I'm back. You know, they tell, they trying to catch her up. Like, oh, this is what's going on. This is why you're here. And it's like she actually sees her sister. And she's like, oh, you know, do I have any nieces, nephews type shit? Like, what happened? And they're telling them about um, Tut and what happened to Tut and shit like that. Like, more full detail. Why they're there. Why they had to come take over. Shit like that. And she's like, oh, like, where's my sister? Like, you know, she grew up with her. She's trying to see her. And it's like, her sister don't look the same. And, like, you can tell Osiris is, like, whooping her ass in the underworld. Like, spiritual warfare. She's like, damn, we were damn near twins. Like, so this is, like, whatever sister this is, she was, like, born after her. So, Anaxuma Moon was, like, the third sister. She was, like, the fourth. She was, like, the fourth one born. So, it's like, they were, like, very close in age. Maybe, like, two years apart or something like that. And it's like. 
God damn, like, people used to think we were twins, and it's like, now I'm looking at my sister, and it's like, she's unrecognizable. And they're explaining to her, like, why Osiris is, like, whooping her ass. She got, like, split personalities. They think she's, they think she got a lot of demons on her, because remember, they know about demons and gin spirits and Duat, the underworld. They already knew about Duat, the underworld, the, um, Osiris and, like, Amut. They knew about that. But then, like, also when King Solomon was around, they were teaching him about, like, different demons. So, they're, like, um, she's taken over by demons. Like, they're just, like, she's haunted. But it's, like, she has so many, we can't even, like, exercise them. And it's, like, it's not even, like, this is something that God's want. This is something that Osiris is doing to her soul. So, they're, like, we can't do nothing about that. All we can do is just, like, make sure she's alive until she's not alive anymore. They're like a moot is gonna get her. Like a moot got her soul, so it's like we can't fight a moot. Like you gonna fight a, a, a crocodile head, lion body, uh, fucking god of the underworld to like get her soul back? Are you gonna do that? Then this might happen to you. So they're like, there's spiritually, there's nothing they can do besides just like keeping her alive. But she like barely got any hair. She's just falling apart. She's crazy. All that kind of shit. So they're just like, god damn. So she just, you know, she just kind of like, she learned what her sister did, how she was foolish, all that kind of shit, how she was trying to like blame him for the infertility, how she never had any kids, all that kind of stuff. And like how um, them two ended up being, coming over from this country. So she's learning like lessons. So that's another thing, like this is happening actively to them back in this day, but they still took these stories and still learn lessons from them. Like, okay, I see what not to do. Don't do that. So it's like her mom is teaching her, like, she's she's teaching him how to be a pharaoh. And she's teaching her daughter how to be a strong queen. And how for, like, their offspring moving forward, how to teach them so that this shit don't happen to you. She's like, this could happen to you if you want to go against your husband. If you feel like, oh, I can date, I can, excuse me, I can marry all these people. She's like, I know y'all was just, like, two years apart and y'all were hella close, but, like, don't be like your sister. She told her about, like, the poisoning of touch. She told him about, like, how they got him high and killed them, all that kind of shit like that. So she's like, um, unless you want to go to the underworld, she's, like, basically warning her, like. So that's why um, I'm not going to just say for the Egyptian tomb stories and, like, the scrolls and stuff like that, but also, like, um, the fairy tales and shit, like, the Celtics, like, the Norse, like, all these other cultures, that, you know, the African, the Orishas, all these stories that, like, people are thought to just think of, of, like, fairy tale or mythology, they all have lessons behind it because, like, these cultures are trying to warn their descendants of these same things. So, even though I'm doing Egyptian, temp- uh, Egyptian temple stories and shit like that, it's still, like, this is how people were taught lessons back in the day. So, like, remember that as you're listening to this and as you're deepening, uh, deepening your understanding about your own culture, whoever you are, and what you guys believe in with fairy tales and stuff, with fables or stories or whatever. Like, remember the lessons in this when you're teaching your own kids. Like, you know? So, it's like she's... um Back to the story. She's telling her this, but she's like, unless you want to look like your sister one day, unless you want to go to Duat and never come out and get your soul eaten by a moot, don't do what the fuck she did. Don't poison nobody. Don't do this. Don't do that. Um, Isis is going to take away your fertility. You know what I'm saying? If you, you know what I'm saying? Like, this is why she's infertile. It's because of greed. 
don't lose judgment. Like, you know, don't lose your judgment. Don't lose your mind. Be fair to everybody. Like, you know, because she's like, you know, they they learned about the plagues and stuff growing up, but she ain't know that this could happen too. She's like, yeah, Hathor took away her sense of um, fashion, beauty, um, music, dancing, singing, all that kind of shit, painting, art. Like, this is something her and her sister used to do growing up together. Like, literally, they would do it together. They're only two years apart. So it's like, Ra is not shining on her anymore. So she's literally showing her, like, do you remember when y'all used to do this? Now look at her. She can't pick up a paintbrush and know what she's doing. She doesn't know anything. And this is because she was working with people against her own man. She was working with people to take someone else down for greed and money and power. And, you know, she became infertile, all this kind of shit. She was not following spirit, you know. So she's basically, like, her soul is stuck in the underworld for right now. So she was basically like, don't do that. Always move towards love. Always use your right mind. You know, don't try to go towards something just because it's flashy and it looks better or you think it sounds better. Like, you know what I'm saying? Don't be afraid to, like, get your hands down and dirty. Don't be afraid to, like, work on your relationship. Like, where a Noxuna moon went wrong is, like, when, um, besides her being tricked to poison him and shit as a kid, it's like, um, when they were having stillborn issues and stuff, she didn't come to her mom and speak on what was going on. She just automatically blamed him. They could have both went to the doctor and like try to figure out what was going on they could have both went to the mom she could have did some scrying and figured out what was going on and why they weren't able to have these kids but instead she was just like blaming him so it's like you know be fair and everything be loving of your husband even if you guys aren't able to have kids you know she was bringing up the story of like moses he was adopted in she was bringing up the story of like tut he was adopted in like there's other ways but, like, don't lose your soul trying to do something for money, greed, power, basically. So, like, her sister had to see it, like, firsthand. It's, like, a story she's been told, a lesson she's been told, but she's actually physically seeing her sister looking crazy. And she's like, oh, hell no. Nah. I ain't trying to be like that. So, it's, like, it really, like, opened up a new way of life for her sister, for this husband and shit like that. So, it's, like, they already were in love, but it's, like, it could have made them closer um, and, like, more loyal to each other even more so. It, like, opened up a new way because, like, they had to see what could happen. Like, how you can be um, tortured by the guys as well as blessed by the guys. So, it's like, damn, we thought we were struggling over there. But, like, this was going on the whole time. So, after they fully um, heard the whole story, seen what happened, you know, they see everybody still getting touched tomb together and shit like that. It's like, wow. You know, like... If I wasn't in my right mind, that could have been me. You know what I'm saying? Like, so, and we were both raised around each other, shit like that. We both grew up together. So, it was just like, damn. It was like, yeah. So, she, I see for um, her sister, she was kept in a certain room. She had to sleep alone. Um, she kept having outer body experiences. They kept... They been they were able to they was like I don't know how to explain they didn't want nobody to sleep in there with her like her mom didn't cuddle with her or nothing like that it was like no she's crazy so it's like um she was just meant to be alone and just to be kept alive until she was not alive anymore you know what I'm saying she was never destined to have an emperor or nothing like that so she's like look at how blessed you are like keep that don't be greedy though so it's like a lesson so boom they're getting taught that the whole time um things are moving forward these shipments are coming in more people are coming in and like she's also talking to and teaching them about like growth 
and like um how important it is to have a seer because if you don't have a seer then you're not able to see the complete full story it's like as a king and a queen like as a pharaoh and a queen you can see certain things but if you don't have a spiritual advisor if you don't have a seer then it's like um you're gonna miss out on a lot of like where you can make more money where you can advance who you can work with who you don't work with um if the crop is gonna fail if there's gonna be a plague like you know what i'm saying like it's like the seer is very in tune with the god rock very soon with the god Horus. so if you don't have a seer a spiritual advisor on your side then you're not gonna know when something's gonna strike you when you're gonna lose all your money it's like the the, the quickest way to go broke pretty much so she kind of taught her i see she taught her like um did she teach her this I think she taught her how to read or scribe, so she started to get her into scrying. So naturally, she probably didn't have this ability, but she taught her how to scry. So even if her um, her scryer was off, she taught her how to look into this stuff herself and things like that. Yeah, because she wasn't studying this before she left. So she's like, okay, well, um, before I leave this planet, you need to at least be able to, like, you know, get some water, get some fire, get some candles going, some herbs, and, like, look into the future and see what's going to happen. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, even though she naturally wasn't like this, her mom helped her become like this. Because they were still trying to find a spiritual advisor for the time being. So, it's like, for the time being, you're going to have to be your own spiritual advisor right now. And I see it actually did work. It was like she had her own... What is this saying? She had her own way of scrying, but it actually did work eventually. And I see that when she did find a um, spiritual advisor, it was a man. So she found a young man that was a spiritual advisor. And then she had her own way of divination with the scrying bowls. So it actually was working out in a way. And she also taught her how to avoid what happened to me as I'm your net. So she didn't tap in with the wrong energies. So I see things are balancing out. Everybody's fully moved in. Um, she now has three people in charge. So it's like if Nefertiti died tomorrow, everything's like balanced now. They know uh, they've been training the warriors the whole time. She trained her daughter on how the correct way and the inappropriate way to read scrying bowls and to do divination. She told her how to tap in with the cosmos. They found the actual young man that was a, um, a seer in the um, community. So he was actually now the spiritual advisor. And then there's her and then there's her husband as the pharaoh. So it's like, she's like, cool. You feel me? Like, man, I feel you never TD Doug. She done raised up so many damn generations and the shit kept failing. Trials and tribulations. So she's like, all right, cool. Now she felt like... um at this point in time, like, she's going to be able to see, like, her daughter was going to be able to see if anybody was trying to come and snake her out of anything. So, she felt like, okay, we planted all these seeds. Everything's growing. We got money flowing again. We're good. Like, she's happy. And now we got an advisor to see things. And I see the first thing that the advisor seen was that um, in a nearby community, someone was planting a new seed. Ah, this motherfucker. It's um, it's the the self-made, self-proclaimed motherfucker A, the one that they kicked out of the community. So they seen that he got established somewhere. He was somewhere nearby, and he was like self-proclaimed. So I don't know what happened, but there's some people that didn't have a ruler, 
and he like made himself a ruler he had more than one wife he had like two wives and stuff like that and like this was yeah this was him a the pharaoh a that they kicked out that was alone he was like by himself and then he found some people that needed a king or a ruler so he self-proclaimed himself to be the pharaoh so after they got all this shit going this was the first thing the daughter was able to see with her scrying and like her spiritual advisor confirmed it so now it's like okay now we got our enemy is now a pharaoh like what are we gonna do about that so let me pause it here is so funny okay this nigga still alive i'm like what the fuck yeah he's still alive he felt he found somebody that was like um some gardeners or like the women were healers or something what am i seeing he had two wives one was a healer one was like previously in prison somewhere or something like that and he took them on as wives they were a little bit younger as well. So he took on two wives. One was, they're like from two different places. One was like a prisoner or she was held captive or something. And the other one was like a gardener. They were celebrating because it's like, they felt like, oh, he could have stumbled upon their country or whatever. And they had their own shit going, but they didn't have nobody really ruling it. It was just like, maybe one of them was like a criminal or something like that. Yeah, so they were pumped because they felt like, oh, shit, like, he lied. He's a scammer, bro. He lied. He stumbled upon this other country by himself, and he's like, oh, I'm a king. I'm from here. I'm a pharaoh from here. Let me come here and help you save this. Like, there's no pharaoh here. Let me help. And this is, like, a different culture, or they just ran things differently. So they looked at him as, like, oh, he's giving us strength. Like, yeah, they didn't have any seers or nothing, so they didn't know this motherfucker was, like, manipulative. They didn't know about this stuff. So, he manipulated his way into this position. And he pretended like he was caring and stuff like that. So, yeah, this little old motherfucker, um, nobody in this country or place or town, city, village, whatever, nobody had a seer out there. So, they didn't know that he was um, coming in and he was, like, exiled from another kingdom for being greedy. So he just stumbled upon like these women in this like little town or whatever. They ain't had nobody really ruling it. He just was like, oh, free her. We're going to do this. She'll be my wife. So they felt special. They're like, oh, shit. I went from a prisoner, just a regular little gardener, to like the wife of this pharaoh. So they were feeling themselves. Yeah. And they were like fertile. So did he have more kids? Hold on. Let me see. This nigga is sick. He had one more kid a girl he had a girl so he already had his son way long time ago but he had a girl so he had one more baby with his old ass and like they didn't know yeah they didn't know he was exiled so they were just like madly in love with this nigga because they felt like he saved them oh my god child and like he was teaching them like how to make gold and all that kind of stuff so he just felt like they just felt like oh he's celebrated but it's like he shouldn't have been celebrated so I'm seeing that like um, in Egypt where Nefertiti is like basically on her deathbed, like she's getting hella, hella, hella older, right? And like she done raised up all these generations and shit. She's just trying to like establish everything. Now she's finally got everything cool. So she's like, cool. If I die today or tomorrow, at least I know my shit gonna be good. 
she's seen uh, her daughter in like the, the next spiritual advisor seeing this about an enemy that's close to him and they're seeing everything he did and like um they're like you know this is the same like they're seeing his face and shit in the dream like this is the same motherfucker that made my sister infertile this is the same person that took down Tut like this motherfucker so it's like um the new king of middle kingdom where they are they're like okay we gotta make a plan on this so I see they planned on um since these people didn't have a seer, they didn't see this. So they were like, they let him do his little thing for a minute. But they were like planning and plotting on him now. Because it's like, okay, this is an enemy. He's too close. We don't like that. He got, you know, he he made our family heartbroken when it came to like Anaksuna Moon, Tut, all that kind of stuff like that. So it's like, okay, like, what are we going to do? So they were kind of waiting for like um, messages from the gods on like what to do. And he was like kind of like a standalone country. So, um... And like, how does this little exiled motherfucker end up being, like, the, the runner of a country? So, they were trying to get, like, all the details and their dreams and their insight. And then it's like they were working on a plan on what to do. So, they're like, hmm. Um, it was mainly a place um, ran and run by a bunch of females. There was mainly a lot of females. I'm seeing so it was, like, a little imbalance there. So, there wasn't as many men or warriors or anything like that. Yeah, the Cosmos... Um, had them holding off for a year. These were like if these these people were all exile or they were really struggling or something like that. Something like that. He seen they also seen that like these women were not even destined by the cosmos to be like royalty. One of them was a prisoner and shit like that. They're just like, what the fuck? Like, what is this nigga doing? You know what I'm saying? Like they're just like, oh hell no, like this is not destined by the guys. This is not supposed to be going on. Um, and this person is, like, trying to be royal like us again. Even though they're in another place, they're feeling some type of way. Because it's like, that's an enemy now. So, if you look it up, it says he only reigned for, like, four years. So, within this four years, they're gathering all this information. They're probably, like, plotting on him. And, um, I'm not gonna hold you, like, um, hold on, we gonna find out. But what I read on there, it kind of seemed like he could have died after those four years. Like, he died. And then, like, somebody ran up in his tomb and, like, um, robbed him for all the shit so that he couldn't reincarnate no more. So, I think that's what happened. Like, you know, <laughs> so it could have been, I'm still, I'm trying to get these cards out the way. But I feel like, um, before I even touch the last deck, because we're almost done. Before I even touch the last deck, I feel like they, they were letting timeline down because they could have seen that this nigga's so old, he gonna, he gonna die soon. So, instead of, like, trying to. Um, cause war and there's not even like warriors to fight it's mostly women there yeah facts it's not like they were like the women king you know with the Dahomey tribe on that movie it's not like that where it's like these women are um, able to fight and stuff they were just like people that were able to grow money and make money and stuff so it's like um, they were like thinking business wise the gods were showing them everything that was going on there, and they were thinking, like, strategically, like, okay, he gonna die soon. So, after he dies soon, we might be able to, like, bring these women in, have more women here as well, make some of the merchants, have them set up in markets, you know? So, it's like, um, it's not their fault that they got tricked by this motherfucker. So, the guys didn't want them to be punished and murdered and stuff. So, they basically waited for him to die, and then, like, um... 
And then, like, they were going to come up in there. Like, the, the king and queen was going to send people in there to, like, um, get these women, bring them over here, allow them to, like, work here, be abundant. Now we have more women for the men that just came over to be able to marry and, like, you know, have fortunes, you know. Like, they were trying to think, like, business-wise, like, how can we balance out everything? So I seen the guys show them, like, okay, boom, wait for this nigga to die and then rob him because it's like, fuck you. You have my brother dead, Tut's dead, you know what I'm saying? And, like, my sister's going through some crazy shit. She's all over the place. Like, you know what I'm saying? We don't want to hurt these women because, like, we need more women here to, like, you know, concubines, bear more children. What if we might need one of these women in the future? One of these women might have a daughter and might need to marry one of the pharaohs. Some shit like that, right? So they have to do shit shit strategically. There you go. So they were like, yeah. So they robbed him. I'm not going to hold you. They waited for him to die. And, like, they robbed his tomb. So that is true. They ran up in his shit real quick. <laughs> they pulled up by a boat. Like, they, they came through with horses and by a boat. And, like, by the time they were mourning, and, like, he could have showed them his way of life. Like, he showed them the Egyptian way of life. And, mind you, he's not even Egyptian. He came from... South Arabia, Yemen, Ethiopia area a long time ago with, like, the Queen of Sheba. And he was, like, working with her and, like, all this other shit. So, this nigga lived for a while. So, now it's like he's dead. And he left behind his two brides and one daughter. So, it's like, um, it's like this nigga, um, he he, he was, like, teaching them how to, like, embalm and, like, do the whole mummifying thing because they probably didn't do that before so he's teaching them the egyptian way of life and he only ruled for like four years so it's like okay boom they got a tomb he gonna put all his gold and riches in there and shit like that and all these women are gonna mourn him so they ran up in there and like robbed him for his shit because he was a liar and shit like that they was like fuck this shit they could have destroyed his tomb like the women were sad i'm not gonna hold you because they're like why like oh my god my husband he freed me and he help me be royalty and why are you guys setting fire to this and why is you guys just destroying this why'd you take his gold and his body and his bones like why and like they're like fuck him <laughs> they're like fuck him like this is for my sister this is for king tut like so some of his gold that was in there they could have also put it in like one of their other somebody else's tomb because they felt like he, they didn't want him to be spiritually wealthy in the next lifetime. They didn't want him to reincarnate at all. This is something that Thothamaya told them, um, these spiritual advisors and stuff. Yeah. They were like, you weren't even, they are like, technically, you, like, by the way of our God, you weren't even supposed to be a queen because you're a prisoner. Like, he didn't really love you guys. They just came in there and, like, ran through their shit and was like, look, bro. You was never supposed to be a queen. You were a crook. Like, they were already brokenhearted because they lost this nigga. But then they were just, like, telling them off. Like, this is what a real queen's supposed to be like. Like, we could have came way earlier and we would have killed them. But it's like, we didn't want us. We didn't want to kill you guys. We would have had male warriors against a bunch of females. And, like, by way of the gods, that's wrong. You know, you're not supposed to hurt the divine feminine. You know, we're feminines at all. So it's like, we waited. You know I me, mean? we waited. So now your only option is to come over here. And uh I'm feeling like this is Nefertiti's gone now. So this is the her daughter and her husband. 
So her daughter fully stepped up. And now she's the actual queen. She got to work. She got to stay. So things like that. So she's like, she's not just into beauty and being spoiled anymore. She's running shit. So it could have been her idea to wait till he died and to help the divine feminine or to help the feminines there. So that, like, they can come here and have a chance to, like, start an actual family and be, like, wholesome women. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. This is what her mom told her. Or if if her mom was still alive, she was hella, hella old. She wasn't running shit no more. She was just, like, watching what was going on. So she was proud of him. She could either be dead or she's, like, on her deathbed. And all she can really do is just hear about what's going on. She can't really call the shots anymore. Yeah, she could have had, like, I'm not going to hold you. She could have had, like, Alzheimer's or dementia or something like that. Um... Nefertiti, she could have had, like, Alzheimer's or dementia or something like that. So, it was, like, her daughter's turn to, like, uh, run a country. But I see she could still be alive. She just got to watch or she's just seeing stuff. She don't really know um, what she's seeing, what she's hearing. She can't really be, like, give advice anymore. So, her daughter and her husband kind of called the shots on her own. Yeah. Um, Nefertiti wasn't even old enough to travel or anything like that. Like, her strength was kind of gone at that point. She was older. She could have had Alzheimer's or dementia or something like that. So, yeah, they sent the little warriors and shit. They're like, look, we got a couple extra buggies. We got a boat. We can move you guys all up here at once. You know what I'm saying? Bring your talents. Bring your crafts. Bring your products and stuff like that. You can come up up here. You can do your thing. If you guys are good at sculpting, you can sculpt. You feel me? They are just kind of giving them options. They were like, either that or you can die. It's up to you, you know? Or you can stay here and just, like, kind of die because other people are going to come. So it's really up to you. So they're like, shit, what other option do I have? So they kind of, like, you know, went to the new kingdom and had a new start. Um, I'm seeing when it came to the wives, though, his wives, they were, like, loyal to his little scoundrel ass. His little dirty scoundrel ass. So they didn't go. They were, like, really mind-controlled by him. Like, he really manipulated their mind. So, they stayed and, like, chose death. Yeah, and, like, um, I see, like, yeah, they chose death. They was like, I'd rather die than to betray my husband, the king, A. So, um, at that point in time, it's like, um, the husband and wife, um, Nefertiti's daughter and the new pharaoh, they had to, like, choose. Like, okay, well, if you're going to choose that, bro, like, how do you want to die? Like, do you want to just die here and starve? Because you ain't got no more people. You ain't got no nothing. Everybody else is uprooting. Everybody else is leaving. So you want us to kill you or are you going to just die here of starvation? And I guess they chose to be killed. So they be, we were killed. They were like, okay, well, we'll kill you, you know. It's up to you. They're like, um... Yeah, she's like, I mean, you do what you want to do. So she killed him, or they killed him, or they made the decision to kill them. And they could have been buried somewhere on on the Middle Kingdom land because it's like that she didn't she didn't blame them for being manipulated by them. She didn't blame them. She's like, man, look, there's nothing I can do about that. But you guys seem like you guys are some cool ladies, so it's like they deserve to at least um, have a second chance in the reincarnation. So they could have made a tomb for them, but his tomb and shit was robbed. The little girl was raised by them. They raised a the little girl, and she became a seer in the future. The little girl, the daughter of this man, became a seer. She was raised by um, Nefertiti's daughter. They took her in. Because it's like, I'm not going to kill this little girl. She ain't got nothing to do with this. She don't know that her dad was a manipulative asshole. 
little old thieving bastard, lying bastard. <laughs> but like the wives was like, I'd rather you kill me. Like I would never sleep with another man. It's like, yeah, they were kind of bound to him. So he manipulated them so much they were bound to him. So they was like, I'll die before I go with somebody else. I'm like, okay. yeah. So they ain't want to take nobody else. They ain't want to have sex with nobody else. They ain't want to do none of that kind of shit. And, they, and it's like, they, the gods actually would have granted them this chance because it's like, um, normally women are not supposed to marry other than who they marry. But it's like, excuse me. It's like, um, the gods was gonna get him a second chance because it's like this man manipulated y'all and and was like ruling and he wasn't supposed to be ruling. So it's like basically you signed a deal with the devil type shit. But it's like, um, they were so brainwashed that like he was actually a good person that they was like, nah. And they were like, I don't wanna grow nothing in your land, I don't wanna do shit in your land, I'm cool. It was like the it was like the reason why they the reason why the new pharaoh and Nefertiti's daughter kind of like um gave them the option of like death or to starve here and be left here and everybody else leaves is because it's like they seen that they would eventually try to fight them or attack them or something like that because they were so loyal to the soil to this loser ass nigga so she had to make the wise decision of like death um, before dishonor type shit, you know what I mean? Like, so yeah, she's been working on her um, own seer skills. So she's working on her own divination and she made that decision on her own. So I see Nefertiti helped her daughter find her voice. And she was like, it would be foolish to just leave. And like slowly over time, these ladies come back and like kill us or something. You know what I'm saying? Or like go somewhere else and like start an enemy. So she was seeing like, if we would have just left them there, this would have happened you know what i'm saying so she was kind of glad that they chose death but she already knew they was gonna choose death and it's like you know what i'm saying it's like either you're gonna die because you're gonna starve so we have to take all your shit so there's nothing for you so you're just gonna like starve and be wandering wanderers or we're gonna physically take you out but that's why she gave them that only choice so everybody else all the other women packed up and left they was like i'm out of here you know what i'm saying like they made a wise decision they started fresh new yeah, they were like, man, we ain't even really know what this nigga was doing in the first place. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? There was a lot of women here. It was like a village full of women somehow. I don't know what happened to the men, but it was like a village full of women. And they were very, like, plentiful. Like, they could be, like, um, merchants and shit like that. They had a lot of talents. They brought a lot of money to their kingdom, so it was a really wise decision for her. They were able to learn how to start saving so that they can put stuff in their own tombs and, like, have, you know, spiritual wealth and stuff in the next lifetime. They grew and cultivated a lot of other fruits and vegetables for them. They were, like, cooks and things like that. So they got on them horses and them buggies and that fucking boat and was like, I'm out of here, bro. Let's go. Like, we got the seeds. We got this. We got that. So they left. But the only two that didn't was his wives. And that's just the end of that. So, yeah, this nigga, his tomb was robbed. They ran up in there like, <laughs> I don't know why, but when I'm saying it, it sounds like, you know how people be robbing people in today's time? That's how I see them running up in there in my head, like with ski masks and shit. But, of course, they didn't do that. But they ran up in this shit and robbed him, took his bones and everything. It was like, get the fuck you ain't about to be born again so you can do this shit to somebody else like you know what I'm saying and if he would have if he would have got away with it and he had all those gold that he taught these ladies how to make and put in his tomb 
It's like um, he would have been born with like power and wealth, and they're like, no. So they stopped all that shit. That's filthy. That's all I got for y'all. I hope y'all enjoy this shit, bro. I'm not gonna host this shit. It was kind of funny and interesting. Enjoy your fucking Sunday. I know I'm about to. I'm about to go make us some fucking lunch and shit. But yeah, enjoy your day, bro. I hope you guys are learning all these lessons from all these tomb stories for real. Peace.